Blog Talk Radio. Buzzworthy Radio is on. on. The entertainment show that gets you up close and personal with today's hottest stars. Here's your host, Nabelle J. Lee. Wow. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys. How, how's it going? It's Nabelle J. Lee here at Buzzworthy Radio celebrating seven years of doing this podcast and what better way to celebrate them by returning back to our former home at ball talk radio where once again on november 5th 2007 i can't believe it's been seven years since i've done this it's so weird because i haven't done a live show in such a long time to finally be doing this yet again is so weird but surreal and awesome at the same time and what's even weirder is that I have somebody on the line who I used to do a show with prior to this one, back in 06, here at blogtalkradio.com. And it was called The Jersey Guy. I, I, I completely forgot we even had another name for it before it changed to In The Zone Radio until he reminded me of that we were tweeting about it. And... I decided, you know, let's 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 bring him back here. Well, actually, we're going to bring him to this show. This is the first time he's ever been on our show since we've last done a show together seven years ago. So you may know him as Source Ryan on Twitter, and he runs uh, TV Source Magazine. Ryan is on the line with us right now. How are Nivelle. you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I, I again, this is this is so weird. It's so surreal that that we're doing this right now. I, I'm just telling you because, man, oh man, so much time has passed since we've last done one of these together. <laughs> Who would have thought that seven years ago, you and I would be in this position right now? That you would be in this position right now when you started this. I was secretly so envious of you because I knew you were going to make it amazing and you were going to do a fantastic job, even though you couldn't tell by the way we were throwing shade at each other everywhere. You were the original shade throwers. I'm sorry. We were really the ones who invented subtweeting before Twitter came up with subtweeting. Uh, You know, there's 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 a little bit of history that was going down between the two of us, and... You know, it was uh, you know, I I I I never really shied away from it when I laid the cards out on the table when people asked me what came up to me deciding to do this show. I I was honest about it. You know, there there was an instance there that while yes, I never you know wanted to leave doing in the zone radio at the time, or I I didn't really want to give up doing a podcast whatsoever i i I was so pissed (laughs) at what happened when i left that i was just like i was i was so wanting to bring ryan down like to a point where i just wanted to pummel him into nothing but dirt so (laughs) i mean you could ask everybody it was like all over the message boards like we were like going back and forth at each other and we were just like I literally just basically wanted to crush him and squash him like a bug, and <laughs> we were and we and I'm sure Ryan felt the same way about me because we were really we were really going hard at each other. We really were. We 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 we, we fought hard 
And it was mainly looking back on it now, it was so stupid. It was like stupid. And, you know, it, it, it got to a point where, you know, you realize that what, what transpired all those years ago, really, what was the point of even doing it? And, you know, I really love what I do here at this show. If I didn't, I still wouldn't be doing it. And, you know, he had mad respect for me, you know, as soon as time passed, you know, he, he came forward and he really was happy with what I was doing. And I was happy with what he was doing with TV Source Magazine at the time. Uh, it was called so- Soap Opera Source. And I was I was very happy with what he was able to accomplish because he, he accomplished a lot with his website just as much as I did with my own, if not more. And I couldn't be happier for his success as well. So, you know, it's it's it, it was a long it was a long treacherous road, but look where we are now, seven years later, and we we live to tell about the story to a point where we even are like teaching other people that you know online rivalry not a lot to be desired in the slightest. No, it, it's really not. And you know, I think what started off as you know obviously you know uh, frustrations and that that drive to <laughs> want to squash the other really became, I think it was good for the both of us. I mean, you, it challenged you to get outside of your comfort zone. It challenged me to get outside of my comfort zone. And we, once we realized that it was easier to just focus on ourselves, we really did put on the best possible shows for our fans and for new listeners and you especially. I mean, what you've done starting out, you know, focusing mainly just on the soaps and then broadening out your reach has truly been commendable. And I think it's important for those who who may not be familiar with it. You know, we were the first, not one of the first, we were the first to do We were the first. The first. And I can say, looking back then and even now, that there is no one who can do this better than you. You are knowledgeable in your guests, you're knowledgeable with your with your audience, and there's something about you that is just able to draw the best out of your guests. And I think that takes someone who not only does their homework, but someone who truly cares and is passionate about what it is that they do and in it because they love it, not because they think it's going to, you know, bring them into something special, some sort of either relevance or prominence or, you know, this sort of, oh, look at what I can do, look at me. No, you love this. This is your baby, and I'm so glad to be a part of it, to be a part of your, you know, anniversary celebration, and I cannot wait to see what you have in store for everyone tonight. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Uh, it, it's going to be a jam-packed two hours, so we're going we're gonna to have a lot of fun with you guys tonight. And, you know, I appreciate so much of the sentiment that you just came, came at me with just now because, you know, as you said, I love what I do here. And, and again, this is coming from some somebody who's watched soap opera since he was in diapers pretty much. Uh, even in the womb, I, I even like to tell people because I kind of really was. I was watching soaps as, as young as I can remember. And, you know, this started with my mom and my grandma. They were always watching it during the day. My sister was watching it and I was in kindergarten. My sister would have to walk me home from school and she would always talk about young restless and the main thing she would always talk about was Lauren and Sheila. So it was always, it was always that. And, you know, I, I, you know, so I kind of, you know, I knew 
everything about what was going on. And of course, I couldn't really watch it unless it was summer. But, <laughs> you know, at the time, because I still did not know how to record on a VCR, you, you know what those things are. You know, we grew up with those things. <laughs> we, we didn't have DVDs back then. We had things called VCRs. No. But, you know, we had cassette players back, back then as well. But, you know, this is, it, it, it was not something I never, ever pictured myself doing before even before we started doing in the zone together it was it was something that was actually like brought to my attention by Roger Dukan because you know he, we we had conversed so much and we had did we even did Rockland County together one of Roger's websites at the time and it all started with scripts and scruples and he brought me over to Rockland County and then I went back to scripts and scruples and he he kind of came at me with the idea that I should do a soap show not necessarily having guests on it at the time, but just basically just doing a soap show and just talking about what's going on on, on the show that's happening right now. And, you know, I, I just looked at it and I, I just basically said, what, what are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean? I, I never, what do, what do you mean do a show that's about soaps? I never, never pictured myself ever doing this at all. And then when, you know, when MySpace was the in thing, something came up with about Blog Talk Radio. We looked into it, and, you know, the rest is history, as they say. We started something up, and, the, uh, you know, I've, we've been a part of this Internet thing for about eight years, and it, it was it was a way for me to branch out of my shell that I was in and and be able to find a comfort zone because I never really had an outlet. You know, I was always confined to either my job, and if I wasn't at job, I was just at home living behind a computer screen. And I never really found something to basically finally break me out of the shell that I was in. And I kind of feel like I'm still in a shell, and it's still somewhat trying to break apart. I'm trying to get out of it a little bit, but I think a majority of it has cracked. But because of this, I never would have imagined myself going across the country you know, going to, if not soap events, then doing the Daytime Emmy Awards for the past five years. And, you know, interviewing the talent on the red carpet, not just because, you know, we get the opportunity to do it, but, you know, a lot of people who have followed both of us for the past several years, they look to us to see what we accomplish with these interviews at these red carpet events because they know that we can do it and they know that we're the best at what we do. And they always keep coming back to see what what's in store. A lot of people always look at it and, you know, they always look to us and they go like, I can't wait to see your stuff because I know you guys are going to be like this with this person or you know what you're going to be talking about on the red carpet with this person or that person and all this. Stuff. So it's always a refreshing, rewarding thing to see all of the love and support that has transpired all of these years and still going on and, you know, just starting starting off, you know, we had soap stars in the beginning, and then all of a sudden we were able to broaden it a little bit to have some primetime people on, especially from Revenge. I know Walker makes fun of me. That's my show. It is. <laughs> it is. And trust me, everybody knows that. But, you know, I, I, I mean, you know, I do fanboy whenever I have a Revenge person on, especially when Gabe Bear comes on the show, like, several times. He's been on here for, like, Eight million times in the matter of three years, and <laughs> it's always it's always a pleasure because you know even even though we've had him on a lot, you never know what's going to happen. And I always think 
because you had built a relationship with certain people that you've talked to, you don't, it's never, it's never stale. There's always something that's always to be said that you, you never got to say before. So it's always, it's always interesting to always get that person back, but it's also interesting to see um, what they say and then what the, the listeners say when they hear it. So it's always, it's always a good time. And I'm very happy that we're still here. We're still doing this and, um, I'm I'm happy with the success that you have going on for your for your website, not just for my own, but I'm happy for what we had both accomplished. So, not your me. excitement, your excitement whenever you have a guest on shows how much you do love what you do. I mean, if it if you weren't excited to talk to someone, even if you've spoken to them before, you know you wouldn't have you wouldn't still be doing this. And I think that is what sets you apart from a lot of other people. And I think it's sort of a challenge. You know, you like you said, you've, you've spoken to Gabe numerous times. You've spoken to uh, Daniel Goddard, you know, multiple times. And each time you find a way to make it different than Alaska. It's never the same experience. It's never the same questions and, you know, that whole, I'm just going to ask you a leading question and hope that you'll give me the answer. No, you really do a good job of bringing out their personality and your own. And earlier you mentioned that, you know, you were still sort of coming out of your shell. This was a fly-by-night thing, dude. You live five days a week, five days a week, four hours at a time. We had no life, no life whatsoever. To be hosting a show for five hours a night every single night, that's the best training ever. You know, a lot of soap actors, you know, actors who have done soaps look at so it's like, you know, oh, it's a great training ground. Don't let Jeannie Cooper say that because she'll slap you, you know. But it is it is sort of a great training. You had to learn how to plan a show and prep guests with, you know, little notice and interacting with live crowds and finding a way to make every night interesting and fun and, and dynamic and new, new subjects to talk about. And you were able to take all of that and parlay it into, you know, buzzworthy radio and then taking that experience from there, rebranding as the Buzzcast, and then, you know, stretching out your wings even more, getting further into the journalism and mixing, you know, the podcasting with the journalism has been a feat to really, to, you know, watch unfold. And I clap for you because you really have done such a great job. And I think all of your fans will say, you will agree with me that your passion shines through more than anyone else. So, Absolutely. Um, I believe we have, uh, actually, before we uh, take our first guest, we have somebody on the line right now. I believe this is Jamila. Yep, it's me. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Um, thank you so much for calling in to the show tonight. Appreciate it. Oh, you're you're so welcome. I, I had to call in tonight. Usually you're you're on when I'm working or something, so I don't even get to listen to you anymore, which is sad. I always try to catch you because <laughs> you know I, I know where to do it. And of course, of course. I, I have to say, I would when I by the time I met you, I wouldn't have guessed that you were in a shell because you're just so <laughs> charismatic, so into what you were doing. It showed. It was just like, yeah, see, this is the guy we need to go to who's knowledgeable and who knows his stuff. He he can hold a good conversation. He can engage the guests. This is the guy. I mean, when the whole poop of the Emmys was happening, 
Oh, every God. every time the the divine girls were, t- I'm like, oh my God, why didn't they just get Navelle? <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot. Of See, they should have just gotten Navelle. You know I mean? it, it was just, oh God, I, you know, obviously a lot of people talked about that because, <laughs> yeah, fun, yeah, we never got. To- we never got to obviously see it because we were too busy doing our own thing on the other side. So right. I did not even check my phone until after the red carpet <laughs> was over. So once it was over, I went into the press room. I'm like looking at my phone and I saw like I had all of these notifications on Twitter. All the tweets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the tweets that were coming in about this red carpet and they were going like, why weren't you out there doing this? They should have gotten you or Dan Kroll or uh, Jamie Gibbons. And I, I was just like, mm-hmm. going, like what? I was like, what happened? So then, of course, I'm scrolling just to try to find what happened, and then all these articles came out from TV Line and the Wall Street Journal, of all things. The Wall Street Journal had a The had Wall had a Street Journal, yeah. And just basically about the quotes that they said to these people on the red carpet, and I just, I just shuddered because I was just like, why would you say that to these people? Like, don't right? know. Just, just stop. Just stop talking. Well, it was, they was weren't – it was – it would have been one thing if they had at least like researched somewhere or knew what they were talking about a little bit. It was insulting. It was insulting because one, they got paid for two days for doing this and had no research for these people whatsoever. Even if you didn't know who they were on the show, you could have at least researched who was nominated for an Emmy Award. I mean, you could have at least had something like that down, but you didn't have anything. Right, right, right. And right. I mean, I just loved how they were talking to Kirsten, Kristen, and Chad standing right there. Chad was nominated, and it's like, what are you guys doing? Oh, <laughs> it was crazy. Awful. It was awful. But I, 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 I'm so glad that they made the stipulations that that was not going to happen again. I'm surprised. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised the Emmys are going to be earlier next year. I know. I, I, I was surprised by that. They're going to be in April. April 26th of 2015, so I, I, I'm surprised we had a date, so I, I already took off work, but I, I was just like, <laughs> how, did, how, did we, how did we get this How far did we ahead? get there already? And, and so what does that mean for the process? Like, okay, so does that, that mean that, that we should be soon hearing about nominations or, you know, because it's earlier, so all the whole process has to be earlier, right? Uh, yeah, right. Um, Ryan, you might know a little bit more, but I haven't had a chance to check that out. Ryan, have you seen? Yeah, I think the um, the nominations have to be in this month. I saw Christian LeBlanc uh, tweeting something about it, uh, that due to the holiday and the, and the change of the the um, award show, that the um, it, entries have to be turned in earlier. I can look up and find oh. the exact date. Hold on. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I by the way, Ryan. Ryan by yeah. the way, I wanted to say I'm so glad I finally get to meet you. You're oh, one of thanks. my favorite people to follow on Twitter. Oh, oh, thank you. I'm horrible. I'm a horrible person on Twitter. I just, I yeah. I think, you, know, you always make me laugh, and I either shake my head at you, or I'm just like, oh my god, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We're, we, anyway, we sorry, Nabil. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, I was. I didn't say anything. I was. I was gonna say that. Yeah, we have fun on Twitter. That's all. It's just a fun. It's fun uh, yeah, I've, I've. Yeah, I've. <laughs> I like tweeting <laughs> you too, of course. And um, I mean, there's some crazy stuff going on on the soaps now, and you know, 
that's a whole other story. I have to really keep a track of your schedule again so I can figure out when I can call in. I know a hospital has been off the hook this past week. Just so you oh guys my gosh. are aware. Speaking of Chad. Yeah. Speaking of Chad, I mean, he is he's doing some of the best work I've seen him do in a while. I know, right? Re- reacting exactly. to the whole Sonny and Carly thing. I, I, I was just amazed yesterday. Oh, man. That was phenomenal work when yeah. uh, he basically read. He gave he gave mm-hmm. Carly a reading. And I know mm-hmm. I, Carly, Carly is my own girl. I love Carly. Yeah, I yeah. Love her, but she deserved it. She did. She did. She, she deserved that. She did. It was a long time mm-hmm. coming. Especially so from him. Very, it was a, it was it was definitely a long time coming for Michael to go off on her. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And like yeah. I said, I didn't get to see, I didn't get to see yesterday's show because it was preempted, so I didn't get to catch up because I had to go to bed early because I had to get work early. So I, I had to catch yes. up two shows tomorrow. So it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> be weird. But but Jamila, I'm gonna place you back on hold. I'll probably bring you on later on because we actually have our first guest that is not a problem. Can't right wait now. to see. Go ahead. All right. So this guy has been one of my favorites for a few years. You know, I never really got to see him on Another World. Kind of, I kind of started watching him when he came on Guiding Light as Gus Toro. And let me tell you, he was an ass. But I loved him because he was an ass. And so <laughs> I watched him as Gus Toro on Guiding Light, and then he went over as Jake Martin on All My Children. And, you know, he, he's been keeping himself busy, and I've been a fan of his ever since. I believe we have Mr. Ricky Paul Golden joining us right now. How are you, sir? Great, man. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Ah, this is amazing technology. I didn't, I, uh, I didn't press one. I just uh, was listening to the show just this minute, and uh, it's cool, man. So thank you, Neville. Thank you for having me on, and uh, congratulations, seven years. It's amazing. Oh, thank you. I, uh, I, you know, it's hard to do anything for seven years in this life, isn't it? <laughs> I've come to find that out, pretty much, yeah. I literally did not expect to be here for seven years, so <laughs> the fact that I'm still doing this is a feat in itself. And I appreciate you calling in to say thank you. I mean, like I said, you've been a, I've been a fan of yours for a long time, and I, I was so happy that you were able to stop by. Well, you know, you're an amazing, really, you know, a one-man tour de force, and you have been incredibly supportive. Of course, I'm going to call you and thank you for um, for doing all that you do and all that you have done for you know the all, the whole daytime community. And um, so, of course. And I, I got to ask you: Are you uh, wearing one of your famous hats right now, or no? I'm actually hatless right now. What? I have no hat on. I have no hat on. No hat. <laughs> You've got no the hat. perfect head for radio. Look at that. <laughs> I, it's so weird. I, I don't think I've ever really. I think I've never really done a show with with my hat on. It, there was a couple of times I have, but yeah, yeah, no hat on, no hat on. Okay, no, okay. all right. You're giving your head a breather. It's good. I have to. I have to. What are you? So what, to? Let me I ask. Mean, I, what 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 yeah. shows are you liking now? What are you What are you uh, into now? Uh, as far as daytime, primetime, both. Yeah, both, any show. Both, huh? Uh, well, obviously, I, I'm watching all four soaps that are on the air since there's four, and it's kind of easy for me to watch now. Uh, so I'm watching all four. 
Um, well, out of those four, which is the best one? Out of those four? Oh, see? You're putting me on the spot. Um, all right, I got I to gotta give it to GH, though. General Hospital, I got to give it to you. I got to give it to you. This past week alone just basically just catapulted everything I just I, I literally was just like dying at these past several episodes. These have been phenomenal. General Hospital has kind of been on point lately. And I I started getting into Marry Me on NBC. I need to check out Mysteries of Laura. The only reason is because of you, sir. You're the main reason why I need to check that show out. I haven't had a chance to check out a lot of new shows yet, but I need no. to check out that one. I heard a lot of stuff about that show. Positive. Positive Yeah, which, uh, it's you know what it is? It's it's well written, doesn't take itself seriously, and um and I had the best time on this uh, I had the best time on that set and Deborah Messing is an absolute sweetheart, a real I mean what a pro. She knows exactly she's kind of uh like an acting savant. Um but mm-hmm. the whole team was amazing. I got to work with a director named McGee, which uh, if you look him up Pretty famous director, and it was really cool. He's a big action director, but he's really great with actors, and uh, I had a blast. But that's a good show. What else do you like? So General Hospital's been doing great. How are they all? How are they? How are the daytime shows doing in ratings? Ryan, help me, because I'm not a ratings guy. You are. <laughs> um, actually, they're 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 doing really good. I, I would say, you know, overall, they're. Um, GH had a couple of rough weeks versus last year, but they were still up week to week. Young and the Restless has stabilized after, you know, a rough couple of months as well. And the Golden Beautiful continues to rise and be popular as ever. And these are our lives. Um, you know, I, I can't really comment on, on phase at all. Mm-hmm. And what is I'm, what I'm is good. doing well mean? Is it does it are they doing Two million uh, viewers, one million, three million. Well, they're, I, I think, think General like, Hospital is hovering around, I think, 2.6, 2.8 million. <laughs> they're hovering around Bold in the Beautiful Territory. Um, Young and Restless is around 3.5 million. And Days is still the lowest rated, but they're, you know, they're not, they haven't fallen under 2 million. So they're, I mean, they're, they're doing consistently well. They're, they're, publicity sends out ratings releases whenever they have a really good week and, you know, they're they're trying. I have to give it to our shows and the executives that are running them. They're really doing a, a good job of trying to keep everything together, keep the shows under budget, and find new ways to engage the audiences. And I think that's beginning to reflect in the ratings. Mm. And what do you guys, what is any, what do you guys like over there in terms of um, anything online or Netflix? Or binge watching? Orange is the New Black. Love that show on Netflix. Binge watch it. Every time a new season comes out, I'm pretty much, don't bother me, don't call me, don't text me. I'm pretty much watching it all weekend, the whole entire 13-episode season of Orange is the New Black. <laughs> I binge watch that. House yeah. of Cards is a good one. And what about you, Ryan? Do you watch Netflix? Um, well, well, on Netflix, I love uh, the Kevin Spacey drama uh, House of Cards. Um, cards. The, the gory supernatural um, Hemlock Grove uh, as far as I online shows that. you know it's it's strange it's strange and you know I'm kind of weird I'm into weird stuff but I think you'll like it the first season was better than the second I'll give you that um, as far as web shows go um, I, of course I love the bay um, and I've been getting into youthful days 
which uh, has a lot of familiar soap paces on, and um, mm-hmm. really beginning to enjoy that show a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I didn't hear anybody mention um, the killing, and it's a it's a series on Netflix. It was on a, I think it was AMC first, but it's uh, it's it over AMC now. But you can still catch it, and I have to tell you something. It is a beautiful. I love that show. I just finished it the other night, the fourth episode, fourth season, and it's over now. Middle of fourth season was it. But if you follow this from beginning to end, uh, maybe I really liked it because it's a, a detective show. But you watch, you want to see some really great acting and some really great writing and threading together of stories and weaving your way through these seasons. I have to tell you something. I I cried at the end of that, and I I cried at the end of the when I when I finished it, and I of course I wanted to see more, but I was also I was satisfied. It's like I was definitely. It's like when you have a great dinner and you really you know like. Thanksgiving or something. I really loved it. I would highly recommend it. And that's what I wish would have happened more on the daytime shows. You have a great opportunity, yeah. you know, to have a national show, you know, from from uh, California to New York across the country. And, and I think that it would be cool to bring in some writers that, the type of writers that write theater, um, or, or uh, a perfect example of this is is, is uh, the killing, because, um, and I know it's harder. And I mean, look, I'm, I I know just as well as any other regular on, on a you know that did a soap. It's very difficult to crank it out every day, but uh, the secret will always be in the writing. And it's funny that we go round and round to you know we always want to have what's familiar to us. But if they ever think outside right. the box, I think it will, uh, the you know, be the invention of whatever the new type of daytime drama will be, and um, that's my two cents worth. That went on for way too long. <laughs> I agree with you, though. Honestly, to be honest with you, I agree with you. I know a lot of people agree. agree with you. We want, some... yeah. It's about Definitely. it's one of the great. It's a great love story. And that's what we, you know, that that what I'm referring to is on uh, the killing. It's a great love story, and um, I think you get to, um, you get that's what you turn in. You know, that's what people at least used to tune in for, to escape and to, you know, see other really cool uh, and not cool couples fall in love and and the romance. Although, what are they what are they doing on General Hospital? Are they still is uh, is it still mob? Is uh, not so much. Not um, so much I mean, anymore. Yeah. Um, they've done a really good job. Of, head writer Ron Carlevite has done a really good job of, you know, focusing on the other facets of the show. Right now there is a mob story going on, but it's not, you know, the shoot 'em up violence. It's actual the character drama, the the character-driven, you know, the, the angst of, you know, a father who – you know, lying to a son about killing his biological father and, you know, wanting to kill the woman who, you know, murdered his fiance and but she's pregnant with either his his child or his son's child. It's it's really messy. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it's you know, they there's there's escapism, there's romance, there's a, you know, a little bit of comedy. You know, the 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 stakes have been raised for, you know, November seeds and 
is that it doesn't even feel like a November sweeps because every week is an event on GH right now. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're doing it really good. And then you have the Young and the Restless, which is firing on all cylinders. Gina Tognoni's come in and it's just stolen that show. It's, it, that Y&R is her show. And she's only been on there for a couple of months. But you know, she's a lightning <laughs> rod and she's doing, she's doing it. Of course, you know what it's like to work with Gina. Yeah, I love Gina. I'm wondering if she, uh, if she, if they moved out there, or if she's trying to split her time and and fly back home to New York. It's a good question. I'm not sure. She lives over, you know, she lives over near me in Jersey. Um, but uh, you know, well, Gina's amazing. So they're lucky. They're lucky to have her. And uh, um, I always enjoyed her work. Always. You know. That's- and I've enjoyed, uh, and I've enjoyed yours too, my man. I really have. We, I, what, I want to see you back on the soap, to be honest with you, and hopefully that that happens. I know people on Twitter are saying he should be back on B and B, but I would love to see him back on any daytime soap, to be honest with you. And I know we kept it short, yeah, and we kept it short. But guess what? It was fun, and more guests are coming in. I have no idea who this is. <laughs> I have no idea who this is. Um, help. <laughs> if, if this Roll the dice and let's see what comes up. All right, all right. Who is uh, this one? Um, because I did message somebody to call in. This is Michael Logan. Oh, there it is. Okay, okay. How are you, man? I'm good. Congratulations. Number seven. Lucky number seven. You it's got Ricky Gold. It's a big Ricky Paul Golden here still. <laughs> All right. Mr. I'm Golden, I, how are I you? I drove Mike Logan here. I'm, I'm his driver. I'm outside waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Uber right now. You're the Uber. Ooh, stay away from Uber. Every day a new horror story. <laughs> oh, man. Every good web um, series, Uber. <laughs> Just when you thought it was safe. That's it. That's it. So, Novelle, congratulations. You know, number seven on the spiritual realm, that's the number of completion and renewal. That's big things. Does that mean I can end it now? That I'm out of that completed seven years? No, you're just starting. <laughs> you're, just, you're just starting, baby. Are you kidding? <laughs> the damn good oh, number man. to be. Uh, well, thank you very much, sir. And I, I got to tell you, you have been probably one of my biggest champions for maybe about five years since I've been doing this. I mean, you really have. I cannot say so much about you. I mean, I've loved you for, like, a long time. When I, you know, obviously before Internet, I had to read magazines. <laughs> before Internet, before before the post office. Before, before, before all that stuff where, you know, you actually had to read a book and not on a tablet or not anything, you know, on the computer. When I actually had to read a magazine, you know, he was always the guy I was reading. And, you know, getting to know him these past several years and how he supported how he supported us as well as a lot of people online, it's just been a, a huge deal for me. So if ever I fanboy in Michael Logan's direction, that's why. Well, you know, it's it's I think it's a marvelous accomplishment that we're all still around and in the game and, you know, giving it our best. I mean you gotta you gotta do that in life and, and uh you know, it's it's tough. I mean seven years is a you know, you built yourself, Nivelle, a really good strong foundation here with this thing and 
you know, that's that's a lot to be admired about that. It takes a lot of, you know, guts and a lot of balls and a lot of passion. And, you know, we who love soaps know that it hasn't always been easy to, uh, you know, to, 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 to keep your head up and stay positive about this crazy business of ours. But, you know, but you have and you work it and, you know, you're in the game. That's and that's damn terrific. No matter, no matter what you do in life, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, hell, a lot of marriages don't last seven years. <laughs> I know that firsthand. <laughs> hmm. Mm. Especially in the soap world, marriages don't last seven years <laughs> at all. Not at all. But you know, I I I I don't think I've really ever said thank you. But I I, I wanted to say thank you because we mentioned this before you came on the show. How you basically just came out and just helped us try to get at the Emmys these last two years. I literally just sat there and I was just like, damn, Michael Logan is a beast. <laughs> well, you know, can I tell you something? It's such an interesting thing. I'm, I'm kind of still, uh, you know, I mean, I haven't, other than Twitter, which I only started about a year and a half ago, I haven't really gotten onto the other social media, but it, but it's such a fascinating thing um, for me to watch because it's, it's created such a wonderful um, sense of community. Um, and, the communication obviously is instant and, you know, we're all aware of what's going on and it's, and I think it's brought people together. Um, those of us who do, you know, have similar, um, interests and jobs here. I mean, it's really brought us together in a really cool, um, you know, really fun way, you know, and it's, it's, um, it's really enhanced our appreciation for the shows and for the actors and, the people that make the shows and it's um it's it's a very very cool thing and you know we we couldn't have i i don't think i've had this feel um um before social media came along you know i mean it just it just um wouldn't have been possible quite in this way so it's i think it's very cool thank marie osmond for that well in my case yeah she embarrassed the crap yeah. out of me to, to, to start doing it i mean we all have you know we all have uh you know somebody that uh, forced us to go where we didn't want to and then later you thank them you know i mean that's those are always the people in life those are your angels you know the people force you to do shit you don't want to <laughs> not that, no it's not the people that tell you you're fabulous and kiss your ass it's different those aren't our angels in life the, it's the people that shake us up and make us uh you know piss us off and uh make us think and you know, this way, you know, I have this philosophy on on Twitter. I don't block anybody, I, and people say the worst things to me. But I just, I just don't feel like, you know, I want to do that. Maybe the day will come when I will want to. I mean, I think You're Nancy Gron blocked. I think, I think Nancy, <laughs> I think Nancy Gron blocked like seven million people yesterday alone. But you know, but it, but it's, um, I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's all good. It's all good. It's our job to put it in perspective and not take it too personally and not, you know, overdo it. But it's, you know, it's it's all good. Ricky actually posed this question to us of what shows we like now. So I'm going to pose it to you, Mr. Logan. What show you like right now out of the four? Well, GH, you can't, you can't, you can't be um, being glued to your TV every damn day. I mean, it's crazy. It's just crazy how full of See, stuff it is, you know. I mean, it's it's just a, a a pleasure every day, and so buoyant, and so entertaining, and just so fun. And you know, that's 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 what we want them all to be. And rarely do they get um, get to be that. But that's 
you know, that's that's what we got there. And Bold and Beautiful a ton of fun. And you know, I'm still I'm still hoping for my Y and R to get its act together. I'm I'm not quite as enthusiastic about this Phyllis thing as everybody else seems to be. Um, or the state, or the state of the show in general. I'm uh, in a weird way, just sitting here going like, okay, can the advent of Chuck Pratt be that bad? <laughs> Something's got to shake this show up. I don't, I'm not on. I'm not on the bandwagon. Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> goodness, you left days out of that equation. Well, you know, days is I run hot and cold on days. A day I'm, you know, one day I'm riveted. The next I'm going like, you know, I'm can't wait for it to be over. You know, I mean, it's it's um it's got its issues, but the best of it is 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 pretty damn good. And um, you know, I think with Allison Sweeney and James Scott going, and we lose Eileen Davidson here, you know, momentarily. It's um. You know, it's uh, uh, it's kind of I think a, a crucial time for the for the show. But they got some cool people coming on. Melissa Archer and Molly Burnett's coming back, and you know, there's some interesting stuff happening. Um, but you know, I'm glad we just you know we still have our four. You know, I think it's important to right. to you know stay patient and uh, you know keep remembering you know that we lost not that long ago four really huge shows and and. Um, you know, there was a lot of talk that all of this would go away, so we um, got to be grateful we still got four left. You know, absolutely. I think they're going to twice before uh, killing another soap because uh, even getting two two million uh, viewers a day that in this world today it's it's a big deal. You know. Oh yeah, um, you know a lot of these so-called cable hits. You know, I mean, you know, aren't pulling anything near what the soaps do on a daily basis and um you know i mean those we've tended to lose track of you know how this fits into the you know the big pie you know these shows are you know still pulling strong numbers and nobody adds up like the replays like of uh you know on tv guy channel y&r and b&b those replays aren't added into the you know the Nielsen numbers, but all those years soap now was running all those all the soaps. I mean, you know those numbers weren't counted up together ever. Um, but there's still you know great love for it. You know great love, and I think that's another thing social media has done. You know it really has given everybody, you know, I made everybody realize, you know, hey, well, you know there are a lot of people like me out there that really dig these shows and to be able to follow them and talk about them and tweet as they're going on you know i mean it's it's um created a, a a really incredible experience and i you know i can't help but wish you looking back that you know that the procter and gamble soaps that were so dear and so wonderful and we lost those mm-hmm. you know, they've been able to you know hang in longer into a period of you know this, this social media period that we're in if if um you know more buzz couldn't have been created and we could have could have maybe saved them and um you know, but I, I just hope everybody, you know, learned the lesson from losing so many beloved shows that, you know, they're all vulnerable and we just got to, you know, just absolutely just do our best to make these things as best as they can possibly be because, you know, somebody's always coming along with something something cheaper and easier. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I miss my, uh, my Christmas gifts that I used to get from... Procter and Gamble. I used to get a box, <laughs> and I'd get, I'd get Crisco, 
and I'd get a travel size box of Tide <laughs> and some. Uh, I got the. <laughs> Those were the days, the perks. <laughs> and I'd always, you know, you can't re-gift those things because they knew my boss. Guiding <laughs> light. I mean, was uh, was uh, Procter and Gamble, you know, especially. <laughs> so that was a bummer. Well, you know, I got—I got to uh-huh. say, I, uh, Ricky, you know, I've always adored you and respect the hell out of you. And this guy just works his ass off. You know, he's—he's he's one of those Agreed. people who—who has seen a, 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 you know, um, you know, done some great work in the in the soaps and was able to, um, you know, parlay his, you know, notoriety and his audience into a lot of other cool stuff. And he's just, you know, he's just stunned me at how adventuresome he is with his other projects and a extremely hard worker who, you know, delivers really, really cool things. And how you still don't have an Emmy. I mean, that year you had the Gus drug addict storyline. I mean, I still, to this day, don't know why the hell you didn't win, but, um, you're kind, you're, you know, no, you're, a, you know, I, you're an example of what I, I hope everybody looks at their opportunities and sees how can right. you know how can we make the best of this. And I think a lot of people look at soaps as a as kind of like a dead end. Nobody gives a crap, you know. And to a degree, you know, we all run into those people that, you know, that that don't think it's worthy or think it's you know some sort of second or third or fourth class entertainment. But um, you've always had a great great talent for looking beyond and making you know magical stuff happen. And, you Thanks, know, thank you for that. Yeah. Well, you are like to me, you're like. Uh, when people had to get through Frank Rich or Brantley in the New York Times on in theater, like if you made it through Logan, you were so you had a life, you had a you had a career. Oh, I, if only that were true! If only that were true! Oh, oh stop! You know you're the best. But, ne- but Navelle, are you are you feeling the love for you for you here on your anniversary? I've been feeling the love for maybe about. Seven years, so I'm good. I think I'm good. I, I, I believe. I want you to stick around for this this next guest, to Michael Logan, as well as Ricky, because I, I I love this person. I believe this is her. If it's not her, then I'm probably going to shoot myself in the foot. But <laughs> I believe this is the lady who and who kind of called me a mini Logan at one point. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Melody Thomas, God is joining us right now. I've been sitting here listening to you boys chat. <laughs> go on, please How go on. How are you? Oh, go on. Oh, go on. How are you, my I'm love? I'm fine. Well, you know, this is very special of me to call, I must say, because you're interrupting my online shopping. <laughs> Christmas is coming, and I'm having fun. <laughs> Melody Thomas, Scott, I've got The Walking Dead on pause. In the middle of season two, oh. on, my, on my television. So I Stop feel that. you. Thought you were that, referring Mel to Scott. Logan. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm sitting here without a damn thing to do. So what? What do you want? What do you want? Obviously, oh, there's nothing going on in California. You got Logan and me on the phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somehow, somehow ruined online shopping at The Walking Dead for you guys to call in. I kind of feel awful, but not as awful as I should. <laughs> I don't feel the slightest twinge of guilt. So <laughs> I appreciate all of you calling in. You, Miss Melody, especially. You've been you've been my favorite for twenty plus years. I'm 29, just so you know. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> well, you deserve it. You you made quite a, a name for yourself in a very short time, and you have a lot of fans in us out here. So when they asked me if I would call, well, after I screamed and said no and stomped my feet, I said, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to say that much, about I hope. You. You, you are. You are Michael Logan in training. And we've got number oh, one and number two on the phone right here. It's great. Do you hear this, Mr. Logan? I hear it. <laughs> what do you think of that? What do you think of He's that? He's probably I, I, I wear that badge proudly. <laughs> he wants to know <laughs> what number he is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to do my, my Christmas shopping now, I think. I'm well, you know what? I'm Any compliment from Melody Thomas Scott, who, in my opinion, is the best damn talent we have in this business, is... Um, you know, is something because um, I, you know, you're just the best, baby. Oh, thank you, honey. Even well, when you're I sober, like you even when so. you're sober, you know. When she's sober. <laughs> well, whoever knows if I am or not, you know. Well, you know something. Everybody's talking now that Jack's, uh, you know, extremely miserable and still having a having a mineral water. That you know, if he started drinking, and then you two could do days of wine and roses, wouldn't that be perfect? Oh, we could do that. <laughs> Sure. I, now wait a minute. I gotta watch the show more often. I thought he was on pills. Wasn't he on pills for a while? Well, yeah, but an addict is an addict, and you know he's and not. Now, just, and now to, he's drinking. Yeah. What did you say? Fizzy oh, water. Oh, he's just having Perrier, but he should be. You know, he should be down on a, a, some of that. You know, Nicky Newman oh, vodka. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, well, I'll teach him how to do it right. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch that. When that happens, please let me know, because I know Michael will probably have the first dibs on that story before I will. So <laughs> I would that would be great. We out. we were talking. We want to work together again. It's been a while since we've really been a twosome, and we just had his 25th anniversary on the show. And of course, I yep. take all the credit because I'm the one who suggested him for the role. And he sent me these that. gorgeous flowers the other day. Um, 20, he's got a, you know, he didn't forget. Twenty-five years later, he's thanking me again for suggesting him for the role. So I graciously accept it. And uh, yeah, it would be great to reunite us. But no, everybody out there on Twitter, I know it's disappointing, but I cannot get him on Twitter. No one can get him on Twitter. Logan, I will challenge you with that if you think you can do it. I say it's impossible. I have tried. <laughs> He's not going to do it. <laughs> well, we have we have Eric Braden on Twitter. That's bad enough. Come on. And who do you think got him on there? <laughs> What's this Twitter? You? What is it? I I did actually. I did, which I never thought would happen either. So I guess there's hope for Bergman too. I never thought, but no. Eric suddenly became very curious, and he was asking me a few questions here and there. And the next thing I know, bam, he's got an account. So I think he was just, you know, he knew I was in on it and he didn't want to miss out. So God forbid I should be enjoying something that he doesn't know about. So, And now he loves it. Go figure. Well, you know, um, your uh, your fights that you guys keep having are spectacular. Yeah, I'm reading. Everybody loves us fighting, and we love it too. It's weird, you know, because it's one of those things when you guys do it, you realize, like, that soaps don't do it that often. It's such a part of life, fighting with your spouse, you know? I mean, it's like... Well, the great thing about our fights is we truly don't know what the other one is going to say to the other because we are so <laughs> off 
yeah. script that yeah. nobody, the booth is like, okay, what camera, what, what do they do next? So, uh, and it's fun for us, too, because we both want to have the last word. Right. So if I say, fine, I'm leaving, then he'll say, you I do that. that. And the then I'll day. say, I'm I doing it right it now. Up. You know, it's like the scene is never going to end. Racking up, up at that scene when that was going on because the delivery was just so hilarious when you were walking out. And he was like, have a good time at your meeting. And you're like, I will. And I was just like dying. You should just see me. I was dying. Well, none of that is in the script. That's all just us being, I don't know, being Victor and Nikki. <laughs> but it is fun. It's more fun than serving tea and arranging flowers. And Oh, there's my new little puppy. Riley, talk. You're on the radio. Say woof, woof. What? Say woof, woof. No, she doesn't want to. I got um, Temperamental. <laughs> so, Mel, i got to ask you. I'm going to embarrass you Uh-oh. on the national radio. What's going on with your book? I knew it. I knew it. Where's your book? I want to read it. It's. I already asked her. She, some of it's in my computer, and the rest is still inside my brain. <laughs> it's very difficult, you guys. When you when it comes out, you'll understand what I mean. It's not just a little zip zap. Oh, there we go. It's 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 a hard thing to do emotionally. Um. So it's it's taking longer than I thought, but that's okay. You don't want me to rush through and have it be crummy. No, uh, true. no, but this is taking longer than Gone with the Wind. Well, it is, of. and I'm also waiting for a few more people to die <laughs> uh, because I don't want to be sued. You know, you got to think about a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, even if you're telling the truth, if if the person you're talking about doesn't like that, they'll say it's right. why. I almost spit out my drink. So <laughs> You what? I almost spit out my drink. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever waste liquor. <laughs> no, I've learned that for sure. <laughs> Although oh, right now I have, I have a little cough and I'm having some boring tea with honey. It's all very <laughs> thrilling over at my house. Oh, dear. Well, I hope you feel better. Oh, yeah, I'll be fine. Uh, The the studio kind of has a bronchitis thing going around. So, um, (laughs) Logan, don't come into the studio. Are you coming in on uh, Tuesday? For, oh, Bergman's thing? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, good. Then I'll see you. Hell yeah. I I really loved our lunch when you and I and... um, Lorley and uh, Doug went to lunch. That was um, so much fun because. Um, oh just, my God! You know, it just you know, my it, stupidity. Has that come and gone already? And I. Oh, it came. It went. It came. It went. Oh, uh, see, I'm so out of it. Yeah, I, I want to see that. But it was like very, um, very cool to just hang and talk about the old days because people don't remember the old days anymore. Right. Yeah. The four of us there, we remember more than anybody. Exactly. But we didn't really get into dirt, really. We oh, yeah, we did. Forte, so that'll have to be the sequel <laughs> interview. I think I think we did, actually, as I recall. <laughs> Just didn't make it into, into the, uh, the interview, but... Well, you know, you and I both have our concerns about lawsuits. 
<laughs> well, don't you have a publisher that's on your ass about getting this done? I mean, where aren't there people like leaning on you? Isn't that yes. always the way it is? Well, so what do you tell them? So what's going on? Hey, um, I'll just talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, my literary well. agent is the one who has to take the heat on that because I've not committed to any of the publishers who want to do it yet. So they're all still vying for it, and they've read enough of it to know that they're interested. So I, I, I haven't committed to the publisher yet, so I'm really not having to take the flack personally. It's my my literary agent, so he's he's okay. He's cool. He knows it's coming, so I don't know what he tells them. So what are we talking about? Oh, boy, five? that really killed the conversation. Well, I was going to say, so what are we talking, like five years? Put a number on this so oh, I can test you. Oh, no, I'm not going to tell you anything anymore. <laughs> God, all you do is badger. Clearly not. <laughs> Every time you come back, I always ask about that damn book. And then I like, know, oh. that damn book. There, there's your that title. Damn book. <laughs> that damn book. <laughs> <laughs> I want royalties of that use, but... <laughs> I, I hope I get to see that before I turn 65. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it I, out there. I, I, I will promise you that that will happen. Okay, good. Very good. Such a baby already. I know. I know. You love me anyway. I know. <laughs> so who else are you having on tonight? Um. Yeah, um, who else is coming? Uh, <laughs> it's my show, and I don't know. I I believe I'm supposed to have on someone else who uh, <laughs> who is on General Hospital right now. I don't no. know if she's here yet. I don't know if she's here yet. So are but, you drinking? Uh, are you having some champagne there behind the microphone? I'm not telling anybody what I'm drinking. <laughs> to celebrate. I didn't, well, I just said, are you drinking? I didn't ask what. Oh no! That's I'm a celebratory. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. Oh no! I'm drinking. I'm just not telling anybody what I am drinking. So. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's funny. You can put that there, in your book. I will, and it's funny because there is a lot of people who've done this show, and their publicist actually called me up later on and said, "How much wine have you had while you're doing really? the show? Because you just. Oh yeah. Because they're going like, you just seem, before I talk to you, you seem so stoic and professional. Then when you get on air, you're just like <laughs> a thousand miles a minute. I feel like you just had like five bottles of wine on air. And I was just like, hmm, maybe a glass. <laughs> None of their damn business. Maybe a glass, but damn. I mean, wow. <laughs> five bottles? Come on. I'm not that bad. I'm not Nikki Newman. <laughs> <sighs> No, you aren't. <laughs> Never Nikki Newman. I mean, she can she can drink shade as much as the best of them. I wish I had it so good. You know, but... I wish I knew where it was going because, in my opinion, the last time we we ventured there, it was funny, and they wrote scenes that because Nikki was drunk, it made it very funny. And I'm not seeing the humor that I want to see yet, and I keep telling Jill, mm-hmm. come on, come on, come on, we're going to be funny, right? Because um, newcomers to the show who didn't see the last round, they're kind of curious as to why people find it so amusing that Nikki is drinking. But you had to have seen the last go-round to, to find it amusing. 
So yeah. because that's that. I mean, otherwise people are horrified by it. You know, why are we glorifying this? Why is why are people happy that Nikki is drinking? It's only because they're waiting for the humor to come out. So I'm waiting for that too because that that's the only reason I'm interested in it. I just want her drunk enough so she can piss off Sharon. What? <laughs> I just want her drunk enough so she can piss off Sharon yet again. That, that I just want that. Oh, absolutely. Just, yeah, yeah. That's all I want. That's all I want. Oh, you want that's a lot of things. I do. <laughs> well, you, you want Victor, you and Victor to fight. What? It kind of feels like oh, yeah. uh, what you know the you know uh, uh, Paul's on door. Victor's suspicious. Everybody's looking at her. You know, oddly. I know, that's why I'm getting worried. It's like, oh, my God, it seems like she's getting close to getting discovered. Yeah. And I don't want that to happen yet until we can have some real fun with it. So, <laughs> oh, now I have helicopters ahead. <laughs> Maybe it's TMZ. Uh, it's uh, Michael Logan and Nivelle Buzzworthy. I got down there. Okay, they moved uh, on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They heard our names. They were like, no, we don't want y'all. <laughs> I know where we stand. We're not TMZ worthy. It's all right. We get it. We get it. Well, but I love the fact you, on it. We're trying. But I love the fact you called in. Both of you guys actually called in to the show tonight. I mean, I can't say enough about you two. I pretty much. Because like, we like both, you. We both. truly, genuinely like you. And, and I think that's you. one of the reasons why Logan and I both kind of have some enemies around town because we're we're stupidly honest and if we don't like you you know that so oh, you know we I genuinely know. like you oh, that's no. why we're calling I in know. <laughs> <So>. i know <laughs> just trust me i've seen i've seen how you can be when you don't like somebody and i'm just standing there grinning to myself going like mm-hmm, and this is why i love you, her <laughs> are you speaking to me right now or logan yeah no you love oh really <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, it just depends on my mood. You know, for, it's odd. Being an actor, you would think I could bamboozle everybody in real life, but I just can't. I can't. I can't <laughs> pretend to like somebody if I don't like them. So, you know, I I can't help it. I don't mean to be rude. I'll just, you turn around and come back, and I'm gone. <laughs> I wonder where she went. <laughs> Terrible. I know it. But, I, again, I appreciate you guys calling in so much. It means so much to me that you took time out to, to be a part of this tonight. And and um, ho- hopefully we get you back here again in the not-too-distant future. But I loved, I loved the fact that you stopped by and being the world to me. Absolutely. I wouldn't miss it. And, truly, I, I'm very sincere about this. You're a talent. We all love to listen to you. We all love to tune in. And uh, I'm very proud of you. Thank you very much, my dear. Thank you. And I, and I second that emotion. You uh, you take care, and we'll talk to you real soon, huh? Okay. Thank you, Logan uh, Senior. Take all care. right. All right. Bye bye. See you guys. Bye. Bye bye. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, that, that was amazing. That was. Definitely amazing. I just, I just muted myself. I was just like, oh my god, it's not like these comments. I'm just listening to your speech. I saw you <laughs> say that, and I was just like, oh my god, that is hilarious. <laughs> um, no, I love her. Hilarious. I love her. Oh my love goodness. Her. I can't I wait to read that book, Devel. It, it, you can't be 65 when it comes out because I'm not. Be. 
I better be younger than that. <laughs> younger than that somewhere in Florida. Somewhere. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, <laughs> let's I, I leave this to the next one. I'm not sure if this is them. 469 area code. How are you? 469, you there? Oh, hi. It's Katie Caprio. I'm sorry. I zoned out listening. Hey. <laughs> hey how, are how are you? Good. I'm good. You? How are you? I'm fantastic. So let, let's introduce this lovely woman. I mean, she she started the Emmy-nominated series. I love saying that about this show, just so you know, that I'm able to call yeah, it Emmy-nominated <laughs> series. Emmy-nominated series, The Vanity. She played Bianca on, on, on the show. And Katie Caprio is joining us right now. And I, I just, I'm so happy you were able to be a, a part of this. Tonight. I am so beyond flattered that you even thought of me to, to give, give a chance just to come on and say how much I simply adore you, adore your show. I had such a wonderful time really getting to talk to you in the uh, time that you were with me in L.A., I mean, or with all of us. It's just, it's, you're one of so the most, fun. it was, but I, I simply adore you, and I was truly flattered that you even thought of, you know, Divanity and us, and considering you guys have done so much with so many wonderful people. So, thank you. Of course. I mean, Divanity was my show, man. I can't tell you enough about that. <laughs> Divanity, Divanity was it for me. And, uh, you know, it was so funny because I actually just talked to Michael Caruso uh, yesterday, actually. You know, he probably wouldn't be able to join us, man, but he gave us his well wishes and everything. And I was just like, you know, I supported you since the show was on. Of course I was going to ask you to come by because I loved you guys and what you did and what you were able to accomplish on this show for four seasons. It was amazing. This show was amazing. And you were able to go past the jugular in order to basically be like jaw dropping on the floor like Wile E. Coyote for lots of stuff. And I think that was, I think that was pretty, pretty hella tight. And, of course, you being... <laughs> You, um, aside from Michael being the only one to be in every single season of the show, so yeah, you know, you, you've grown within the four years you've done that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's the first and foremost. The show itself was a labor of love, and you can definitely see that if if you have, if any who's listening has watched the show. If you start from the first season, you can see, you know the production value wasn't quite top-notch as, as I think it really did get to in the fourth season. Um, we had constricted ourselves to an under-seven-minute episode when we ended up at about, I believe it was almost 28 with credits in the fourth season. Just how much not only me and you know everyone on the show, including all of the, the crew, but the show just mm-hmm. grew so much into something. I mean, Michael's writing and everything about that show was something that, in my opinion, the most enjoyable thing about starting that show was to almost feel like you as the audience kind of, like, grew with the family. It, it truly yeah. happened. And and that's how I felt. Like, going back and when I watch it with my friends, I'll sit there and I'll cringe at certain things when I hear maybe the sound click out. But it's like, <laughs> you you watch these people and you feel like, well, okay, it's a little far-fetched, but you then grow some a compassion for them and really kind of root for all of them by the end of the season. You're like, okay, great. You know, like, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I completely agree with you on that, but I loved watching the show from beginning to the end because of the growth and how much of a, not a struggle, but like how much effort was really put into it by every single team player oh, because we're not a network and, show. Right. Right. You're able to have a lot of free reign on that show. And plus, 
Um, I did want to ask you this too because I wasn't sure. Are you guys able to submit for the Emmys again this coming year because of I the fourth season? Or I don't know the rules for certain, but I do know that everything Emmy related that we were nominated was for the third season. So I would assume we can, but I don't know if you have to have aired your season in a certain time period in order to submit. I'm not quite sure on the rules. Mm-hmm. That's really more Michael's thing. Mm-hmm. But if if it is possible, we definitely can do it again because we have not submitted for the fourth season. So there's still that. Okay. So we'll see. Oh, yeah, definitely let me know. I would love to know for sure. And uh, Oh, yeah. Do you plan you on going go- back? Oh, absolutely. I already took my time <laughs> off. Are you kidding? I already took my time <laughs> off. I got approved. I was like, I'm already going out. So that's already set. I'm already there. I already got my plane ticket, my hotel booked. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm running into I the am done. This year. <laughs> I'm done. I don't care if I get denied in it again or not. I'm still going. So <laughs> actually, I will Absolutely. care. No, I. No, no, I will care. Don't no, don't misconstrue. I will care, y'all, but I'm still going even if I do get denied. So <laughs> I'm just saying. But <laughs> what do you got going on with yourself now now that uh, divinity is over? Well, um, I've been very blessed in the fact that um, I've gotten – you know, great representation, and I'm doing a lot of modeling work, which I I really had never expected myself to do um, because it wasn't really my thing, but that's kind of working out for me right now. Um, So I'm doing a lot of modeling stuff, and I've booked a couple of, (laughs) a lot of commercials. So nothing on the series. I haven't, not really doing anything per se theatrical, but uh, a lot of commercial work. So I I just booked a, a Crest commercial, so you'll see my teeth and me smiling and celebrating um, dental hygiene. <laughs> hey, she's got that. an awesome smile. Just letting you know, she's got an awesome smile. Right? So, so I'm like, you know, I'm enjoying it because to me, Divanity took up, so they took up a lot of time, but it was definitely my forefocus of what we were doing. And so that was the career. Now that that's done, it's like, okay, well, you've got a name and you've got something. What are you going to do? So it's like, you know, you know, Los Angeles, it's, it's not exactly easy considering there's, you know, tons of people who are all out here to do the same thing. Yeah. But lucky yeah. enough for me, um, I've, I'm able to work steadily. So that's great. And I'm doing that right now. And, um, you know, I, I like working with people like um, like the Michaels of the world and, and like the our director, Kelly Portier, and her husband, uh, Roe, who is just such a fantastic cinematographer, when you get behind right. people like that who truly believe in their product and their craft, like that's the way I want to go. And I find a lot of actors are doing that because since we're working in such a social media age where everybody can be, you know, kind of like that overnight star. I don't know if you've seen like Alex from Target, like that kid blew up overnight and worked at the Target to some girl snapped yeah. a photo of him and it went viral. So anybody can really have that opportunity. So I feel like by creating your own content, such as like, you know, you, I mean, you've, blown up because of everything that you've done and you've created for yourself, gotten notoriety out of that, and people are picking up and getting on board with that. And, and it, I'm sure at, at the beginning of your seven-year tenure, it was um, something that you had to work hard on, but look at where you are now. And that's kind of what I want to get behind is another Divanity-like project um, okay. with another you know group of people. I love working with creative individuals who really are passionate about what they do, because I am. Absolutely, you are. And that was a nice I, long-winded I, answer to that, huh? <laughs> and I loved it. And I want to see you doing something like that again. And when that happens, I want you to come here and keep me posted. 
You understand? I want you here. (laughs) I want you here. No doubt. You are going to be here, number one stop shop, when that goes down. You understand? (laughs) And that's why I love you two pieces. (laughs) We'll be drinking champagne and talking all about it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for spending a few minutes here with me, my love. Thank you so much for having me on board. I really appreciate it. And I cannot congratulate you enough. I'm so proud that you've done this for seven years. This is just absolutely amazing. You've got to be over the moon. So, you know, have a shot for me. I will have one for you. And, uh, okay. you know, have a great night. And thanks so much. Absolutely. absolutely. Katie Capio, everybody, thank you so much, love. Appreciate it. <laughs> Bye, Sudi. Bye-bye. I've got to get to this next person. Ryan, you still sticking around? Oh, yeah, I'm here. All right, we got to get to this next person because uh, this woman has been my favorite since 1995 when I first met her in Oakdale. Carly Tenney, when she came into town. Now she is stirring up trouble, and I'm loving her even more. It's Ms. Ava Jerome, the love, the light, the awesomeness that is Maura West. How are you? I am great. And congratulations to you. What a great <laughs> anniversary for you. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud oh. of you and, uh, and and happy for you, thrilled for you that you've, you know, so rapidly found the love and respect of, of peers and actors and fellow writers like Logan. I was listening to him. And um, so I hope that means a lot to you. It's really extraordinary. Really, it really does mean a lot to me for everybody that has shown the love and appreciation, and you especially. And you know, and it's so funny. Uh, I, I guess I could tell this story now. Uh, <laughs> when I first don't, embar- met, don't embarrass me now. I won't embarrass you. I don't think it, I don't think it'll be embarrassing. When I first met okay. this woman, I met uh, when I first met this woman. I think this was the last year for World Term, I think, and oh. it was in it was it was the Emmys in Vegas. And mm-hmm. I was leaving the Wynn Hotel, and you were standing out there. You were chatting with somebody, and we were waiting for a taxi. And and I just I just walked up to her, and I was like, Oh my God, it's more West. I was like, I'm so happy that you were nominated for an Emmy, and you know, I was like, Oh, congratulations! And she's like, Oh, thank you. Are you rooting for me or rooting for someone else? And I was like, I'm I'm rooting for you. I wouldn't. No, 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 no. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for you. <laughs> I didn't want anybody else to win well, that know, award. I'm not gonna. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna waste time talking to someone who's rooting for someone else. Would I? I wouldn't have been smart. I have to move on. No, I'm kidding. Exactly. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, no that's that was a great <laughs> I was so happy you won. Your daughter was precious, by the way. Yeah, and... she still is. She's just she now. She's just twelve and precious. But she's still oh precious. She's so cute. <laughs> I see the pictures. I yeah. see the pictures. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so adorable. She's so adorable. And can can I say, I, I when I went on Twitter and saw you were on, and I saw Scott follow me, I was like, Andy Dixon is now following me on Twitter. Just so you are aware, folks. Andy Andy Dixon is following <laughs> me, and I am a because World Turns was my first show ever when I first started watching soaps. I first started watching World Turns yeah. back in 1990. I was a huge fan of Andy Dixon and Courtney on that show, when Courtney and Andy were together. That was All right. my so that's life. what you did. That's before my time on that show, actually. Yeah. That was before. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was. It was. Yeah, yeah. I got into yep. that. 
and, and uh, you know, obviously Holden and Lily were my life, but Court, Courtney and Aunt Andy were my life on that show. So they were they were my favorite couple at the time, and uh, you know, yeah. so when I saw him, I saw him on Twitter just now. It's like I'm about to fanboy again. Like I really shouldn't be doing that, but I'm going to. So. <laughs> so funny. No, but uh, you know, like you, I'm older than you are, but I watched, I started watching Underworld Turns before you did, and I would rush home from school and catch, you know, the last half hour or whatever, and watch Martha Byrne, you know, in the in the stable with John Hensley, and just I was just uh, just in love with the story, and that was my first. Um, that's the first time I really saw romance and felt it as a very young, as a tweenie or whatever I was, a preteen. Or, and um, and then to have grown up and have worked with them and and, and met my husband and fallen in love, it, it's really a, an odd journey. <laughs> so really interesting because that, they really were what I was watching, Brian Bloom and and these beautiful young people, and, and my husband too, and w- watching them, and and wanting to be them, and and feeling Taking all those things girl. that that viewers feel, you know, like that's what that they did what that what Doug Marlin wanted them to do. I felt it. I felt everything, and um and then I grew up, and I remember meeting Martha Byrne, and, and I was 22 years old, you know, arriving at As the World Turns, and my knees sort of shaking under, in, you know, within Aww. my jeans, <laughs> hoping she didn't see how nervous I was and trying to be cool, but <laughs> um, I wasn't cool, and, uh, and I'm still not cool. You I were. still meet incredible. I mean, listen, I'm you not are. cool. I just met Tony Geary not too long ago, and I was quaking in my boots, and, um, and Jane Elliott, and uh, you know, I, I still feel the exact same way. I'm like a little kid whenever I meet these people that um, I watched. You know, it's an extraordinary experience. I felt the same way when I met all of you guys. I mean, like I said, I grew up watching you. So to see, when I first saw you, I was kind of going like, oh, my God, should I say something? Should I not say something? Should I tap her shoulder? Should I not tap her shoulder? I'm like in my head, like buzzing all around, like going like, no, I shouldn't do this. Yes, I should. No, I shouldn't. And then I did it, and I was just like, oh, that wasn't so bad. (laughs) That was not so bad. Well, you have a great way about you, which is why people respond to you and why people take the time to talk to you and answer your questions because you are um, a fan of people and not just the genre, but the people behind the genre, and that's so Absolutely. important, you know. And and I was listening to the conversation earlier with Logan, and I agree with him that I, back in New York, I don't know, Twitter wasn't a really big thing up toward the end of World Turns. It, it really, it, nobody did it. I mean, it, we, I hadn't even heard of it. I mean, I think it was out right. there, but we weren't it, privy to it really. Um, but I but I listened to him, and I think he's really right. I think it. It it really brings uh, people together in in a way that we can celebrate each other and and celebrate the genre in a really right. positive way. Now there are the people who are nasty and and you know they're there, but you know who cares? I mean I'm not in it for that. I I really enjoy connecting with um, fans who want to lift up the genre and lift up myself as well as my coworkers and the show I'm on. And, and, and that's why I agree with him that it, it can really be a very useful, wonderful tool for all of us. You know, you included, I'm sure it's yeah. been good for you, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's been, 
I was able to connect with a lot more people who I never thought I would ever ever be able to connect with because right, of the shows right. that we watched. And it's been a huge deal for me because not just connecting with those working in the industry, in front of the camera, behind the camera, but also the fans who watch the show. And we get to, you know, converse about what we're seeing on the television screen and you're watching everybody else with their reactions of what they're seeing. It's, it was, it's a huge deal. It was a huge deal for me. And I've learned so much and loved so much of what I saw from fan reaction and actors reaction yeah. as well to what's been going on. And, you know, obviously these past few shows with, with, you with uh, Michelle oh. Stafford, oh my God, yeah. Homegirl. Listen, I mean, I was right there sitting. <laughs> I was right there sitting down, tweeting while I was watching uh, it, going like, "This, this was, this was creepy and uncomfortable in the best way possible." And 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 that was good because I was like, it was supposed to make me feel this way, and that's what I loved about those yeah. scenes is that it made me feel uncomfortable. I was supposed to feel yeah. uncomfortable, and that's what I loved about it. You guys brought well, it. I, I loved it too. <laughs> I loved it too, and and I tell you what, because we we taped it so so long before actual Halloween, that the 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 event of it airing on Halloween sort of escaped mm-hmm. me until it aired, and then I was like, until this it really is gory and creepy and cruel, and this sort mm-hmm. of Walking Dead meets <laughs> you know um, General <laughs> Hospital. I mean, it really was, and. <laughs> And the crawling across the floor, and this, and uh, and you know what, what fun for me. I mean, what fun to and you got you know because you watched Desiree you know the history of my my work and my characters, and I've loved them all. But this is just can you get better than this? One day you're shooting somebody, the next day you're bleeding, crawling, you know, not even crawling, you're pulling yourself across the floor yeah. to freedom or to find the baby. I mean, it was just. It's such a um, an experience and um, a gift as an actor to be able to play this just this deliciously. I can't swear, but screwed up, <laughs> um, but beautiful person. And she is. She's this whirlwind of of every emotion anyone has ever had, and she walks around with it like um, all the time, like a little tornado. And I love it. Yeah. I love it about her. You know, she, watching she much- watching she watching Mara on screen is like, and like a roller coaster. You know, it, I, I, there are oh, yeah. so many things I could oh, compare yeah. it to, but I basically <laughs> I watch it. I'm I'm captivated. I'm I watch you, and I'm captivated by everything that you do. It's like there's nothing that you leave on the table. Every whether it's you know uh, the the raising of an eyebrow or you know shifting in body language, everything. Everything, whether it's the words or the blessing, everything means something. And I, I'll say it every now and again. I'll go, you know, oh my God, that Mara West is just amazing. She's everything. And then you'll pop in. Thank you. And I'm like, oh my God, Mara, <laughs> Mara's watching. She, she sees me, and it's it's just such a great <laughs> thing to see. It's such a great thing to see. And a funny story when I first met Navelle, Oh. When did I meet you, though? Like, 05, maybe? 05, I think. It was 05. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I just graduated. Oh, you guys, you're all friends. This is great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> the, I, my, my, my first assignment for the website I worked for at the time was As the World Turns, and I was just like, Navelle, I don't, I don't know a lot about the show. Like, I watch, but I don't know anything. He's like, listen, just watch for Carly, and everything else will fall into place. 
And sure enough, it did. I said that. And, I said that, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, just watching you, you know, follow, you know, following you from Will Turns to 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 now GH has just been really amazing to watch, and I'm I'm just in awe every time I see you on screen, and the way that you've managed to keep Ava, you you just salvaged her because I think uh, this is gonna sound horrible, honestly, but I I think if there were anyone else but you, I don't think a lot of fans would feel the way that they do towards the character, and it's it's your performance you're able to to draw that out of them, and it's just. It's amazing. Mm. Well, that's really such a nice thing to say. So I'm grateful. Thank you. But I also think it's always in the writing, and these writers are amazing. So you, they can write the craziest, kookiest thing, and you go, "This can't possibly be happening." But underneath the, this, this, this story, are actual real people communicating, and so, mm-hmm. and that's what I look for as the actor, and I. Um, and I'm, they, there's, I mean, every, I don't ad lib. I mean, it's all their words, so it's all there. Okay. I mean, it's all okay. it's all written for me, and um, so it's really them, and I guess somewhat my interpretation. But I mean, they really are um, giving it to me. I mean, I, I read the script and I read it again, and sometimes I go, Oh my God, what am I going to do with this? Like the the. the, the <laughs> being paralyzed. I was like, oh, no, goodness gracious. Well, how can I do this? I'm going to be paralyzed <laughs> for three episodes. What am I going to do? I mean, how can I be an actor and be paralyzed? And I go, okay. And that was the first read through. And then I read through it again. And I say, oh, but look what she gets to say. Look at that how even right. though she's physically inactive, how active she is still remains active even while physically inactive. And, and that's their writing. That's not me. You know, and, and, and so I think, well, maybe it's a it's a symbiotic relationship or something, or you know, we we work together in a way. But they definitely give it to me. I don't create, it. you know, it's it's all in the language, it's all in the words that they give me, which I honor as best I can. Right, and you're doing a damn good job, girl. I mean, seriously, I have never seen so many people come out and showing the love for Ava than ever before. I mean, they they love they love Ava Jerome. I love Ava Jerome. Partly because it's you. I, I, I love Jerome, too. I love her. I just do. I love her. Partly She's because awesome. it's Mara West playing the part. Yes, partly because Mara West <laughs> playing the part. But, you know, <laughs> she's awesome. She walks around town like she's basically the baddest bitch and doesn't give a shit. And I love that about her. <laughs> yeah, and then yet, though, I mean, I think that's true. And then yet you see her, you know, at a table with her brother, you know, sharing Chinese food. And there's a sweetness. And um, and that's all in the script. So it's it's this and that and everything, just like actual human beings are. And that's what I find interesting. That yeah, yeah. I act. Don't you act one way in public and another way when you're talking to your family? We all do. Oh, it's just yeah, a fact. We all do it. But this is like written in to the script for her that she behaves one way if she's in you know talking to Carly in the um, in the lobby of the hotel. But then when she's behind, you know, quietly speaking to more, her lover, Morgan, it's a whole other thing. And that's beautiful and that's real. And I think that's what's mm-hmm. so honest about her, you know? Yeah. I love absolutely. her. I love her, too. I can't <laughs> but wait I don't to want to keep you. I don't want to talk about me. I'm not here to talk about me. I'm here to talk, oh, talk about you. 
<laughs> and I know you have other people to move on to, so don't let me keep you. I just wanted to tell you that I, I just adore you from the day we met, uh, and I yeah. and I think that so many of us do, and I have such respect for you, and, and happy anniversary, and I'll keep listening, so keep, keep going, Aww. and I'll keep listening. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Love <laughs> okay. you to death. We'll talk again soon, I hope, okay? Oh, yes, no doubt. Oh, that's going to okay. happen Congrats. for sure. Congratu- congratulations to you again. Thank you, love. Bye-bye, baby. Bye-bye. I love her. Like, I do. I, I love her. I love her, too. I think, I mean, she's just, I mean, like, has she, like, ah. Uh. Mm. No, while we're, while it's we're talking, it's more freaking West. <laughs> It is, but, you know, I love her to death. I love her so much, and I believe we have someone who I love just as much as Maura West, someone who I adore so much, and I'm ready for her to fangirl me right now. Go ahead, love. (laughs) Happy anniversary to you. Martha Madison is joining us right now. I love this woman. I love What's this woman. up, baby? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, you know, feeding the kid and, you know, taking care of the dog, oh, as usual. Your kid's getting <laughs> the dog and your kid's getting big. Your kid's getting big. Oh, my God. She just had a one-year birthday. It's like. I just feel I feel like I'm 60 years old already. It's just gonna go by so fast. <laughs> you're gonna, you feel 50 years old. <laughs> I'm just an old lady. Oh wait. <laughs> you are not an old lady. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's so, up, anniversary since, boy? Since I knew that you were going to be here tonight, <laughs> I have a little way yeah. minute for you. Oh, God. <laughs> I have a little waymint for you. Uh, so, as most of you know, when I'm on Twitter and I see something that pretty much shocked the hell out of me, I always hashtag it with waymint. And I also do it on Facebook as well. And I mm-hmm. knew since she was coming, I was like, there was a story I saw earlier this afternoon where I was like, I think I'm going to mention this on the show tonight while Martha is on the phone. So, <laughs> oh, my okay. God. <laughs> so, okay, look, let me start off by saying this. I understand that if you are not working and you need assistance from the government, Ryan, <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Because I know Ryan is going to have a comment. That's why I'm like, nope, let me finish. So <laughs> I know that if you're working and you need assistance from the government to help you out until you find your way, that's fine. I have nothing against that. I think that is totally kosher until you get back on your feet. But how in the world? Okay, this chick, 30 years old, been on welfare since she was 18 years old. She's been getting government aid for 12 years, and she doesn't want to get off her black ass and go to work because she's going to get money from the government every day for the rest of her life. She doesn't feel she needs a job. Bitch, please, I'm working to pay your tax dollars. I am not here for this bullshit. I am not here for this. I am not here to pay your way for another 12-plus years. You need to find a job to support yourself. I'm not here for it. I cannot believe you're a Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. God, you sound like my dad right now. (laughs) 
Sorry, Am I Dad. wrong? <laughs> Am I wrong? Thanks, daughter. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? I might be wrong oh in some people's opinions, but that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. You know, it. listen, just, if, if you really want to go rounds about broken government, I'm your girl, but probably not the best use of your anniversary show. <laughs> I, remember, I remember hearing stories about you. Oh, man. <laughs> I just had a Twitter war actually yesterday with the city of Los Angeles because I took my daughter out on this walk, but it's the same walk we take every day, and I've been taking every day since she was born, and the same (laughs) broken streets and broken sidewalks are just getting worse and worse and worse, so I took a bunch of pictures of them, and of course, I like pick-stitched them together, (laughs) and I tweeted (laughs) to... I tweeted to the L.A. Public Works, like, why is this okay? Why is it okay that all of this, you know, hazardous sidewalk is in front of my house with my one-year-old? And they responded, um, you're actually not in our jurisdiction. <laughs> and they gave me a different Twitter, to which I tweeted the same thing. And they said, <laughs> they, they tweeted me back an L.A. Times article talking about how the city of Los Angeles is not funded properly to fix sidewalks and that if I want to get it fixed, I should pay for it myself. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, oh, no, Yeah, no, no. this is, you know, this is why, this is why people don't vote. This is why people don't go to the polls because they know that no matter what they yeah. want or what they hope will happen, it doesn't work. It doesn't happen. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So, yeah. <laughs> Nivelle, I think that maybe, um, I think maybe that you should be my running mate and we should run for office. <laughs> I hope I, I get the vote. You, you vote for us, okay? As long as we get know, your vote. Are we going to run on the Republican ticket or the Democrat ticket? <laughs> Be independent. Be independent. Be I would. I would. I would run your social media campaign, of all. I would. I would. Vote. I, know I, totally would. Would. I know you would. I know you would. I know you would. I wouldn't have it any wow. other way, man. Wouldn't have it any love other it. way. Mm. I love it. Did you have a show today, right. by the way? Did you have a show today? No. Uh, uh, Soapbox is on hiatus right now. Okay. Um, where Lily and I are both kind of working on some other stuff right now. So we'll hopefully be able to come back um, in January. Let's hope right now. We'll see. Cross the fingers. Cross the fingers. But you can check out all of our past episodes on our YouTube channel by typing in Soapbox with Lily and Martha. Their show was so much fun to do, by the way. I love doing their show. It was so much fun. I love doing especially their show. Aw. Yeah, especially when we did the shots. So that was fun. <laughs> I'm all about drinking on air. It's super fun. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> As am was... I. I think it's the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, it's the best way to get people gave to us open some up. Shots. <laughs> just, got, just gave us shots, and we were like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm taking it right now. I mean, who are you? Are you really asking me if I want a shot? Of course I want a shot. So, <laughs> that was so much fun. I mean, and I, I loved it. I loved it. I love what they do with, with their people. I mean, they're so relaxed. They're so cool. They're so, you know. Well, that's such, just a, like, such a compliment coming from you, who's like the master of soap opera interviews. Uh, so, you know, we'll try and keep up with you. We like to have fun. That's all. It's just, it's just a matter yeah. of fun. We like to have fun here. And you know, you've been you've been here a couple of times, and we had we had a blast here on the show. It's just it's just like you know, we're just chatting, like we're drinking on the other side of a computer. It's pretty much what I feel. No, well, I'm drinking Aww. on the other side of the computer. <laughs> I'm drinking on the other side of the computer. 
I'm, I'm always drinking, so just don't 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 picture me any other way. Always drinking. I always have a glass of something in always my hand. Drinking. Very good. <laughs> just kidding. Very good. Very good. No, no, we'll run with that image. I don't want to drink by myself. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I've got my my one year old on my hip on my left hand and my glass of wine in my right hand. <laughs> I'm such a good mom. Yeah, good mom. Good mom material. <laughs> Man, I mean, she, I mean, honestly, and then when. You you do drink, and then the question comes where it's just, like, very brazen. Like, you know, again, we mentioned this before you came on the show. We were talking at the beginning of the show, Ryan and myself, about, you know, other shows coming in, doing their thing on on, on Ball Talk Radio or whatever outlet. And, you know, while, yeah, we started it, I don't hate anybody doing it. I've never hated anybody doing it. It's just a matter of what you're doing it for. Yeah. Is there is there really like because we're new to the scene? Are are is there really that kind of insider, like vitriol happening? Um, I would we've say... had it. I mean, we 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 had <laughs> Ron and I had our issues back in the day, which of course are now rectified. We settled we settled everything and you know, all that stuff like that. Our apologies right. and whatever. But we we had our we had our issues when we when he had his and I had started this. And we were really, like, got for each other. But, you know, of course, we were just, like, you know, the bullshit was just stupid of what we're fighting about. And, you know, yeah. we came to each other and we showed our respect and our admiration for each other. We apologized to each other. But seeing, <laughs> Well, I think seeing, that's really uh, important. You know what? The soap opera community is a small one. And it's one full of very dedicated, hardworking, creative people. And the fact that we all want to still work in this medium in some form or fashion is a testament to how much we love the shows and how much we love soap operas and how much we love the people who work on them. So we shouldn't be competing. We should be high-fiving, you know? Yeah, let's keep it going. You would, you would think that, and I agree with that sentiment, but it's just it just seems like when you do show that support, something else comes out to where shadiness is involved and they kind of want to be like, the biggest and the baddest yeah. and only want to be known in, in, in this yeah. round and they don't want anybody else to fall into that category. And for me, mm-hmm. I just look at that and I'm going like, that's kind of crap. That's just full yeah, crap. You I, know, I hate that. I'm a fan of the saying, keep your eyes on your own paper, <laughs> you know, like just <laughs> do your own thing and don't worry about what everyone else is doing. Do what feels right to you, be you and do it for your own reasons and your own motivation. And it's not a competition, you know? Right. It shouldn't be. A- so. Absolutely. Oh. My daughter agrees. Say hi. Say hi. Hi. Say hi. Hi. This <laughs> show is not moving. Let's see. No, children have always stopped on this show, so this is not the new. So hi. Good. <laughs> oh, she's like mama, mama. Kids, kids, kids always stop on this show. I love it. It's actually. She's a talker, my first interaction with a kid on the show was uh, Crystal St. John's kid, and Aww. she came in. She came in and she said that the Young and the Restless is boring. Could be asked her, "What do you think of the Young and the Restless?" She said, "It's boring <laughs> on air." I was like, "She's that honest." It's amazing. It's amazing. She, she said she, she'd rather watch SpongeBob SquarePants than watch YNR. Is what she said on air. So I was like. <laughs> Yes, well, Nothing I've become a pro at the baby channel. Did you know that there's a baby channel? I Hello? There's a, no. so there's there's a baby channel? So there's an actual channel on DirecTV that's made specifically for babies. 
is. That's right. There is. If you, it's ever, proud, isn't if it? you ever find proud. me having, having like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I just like, so it makes you want to this lay down inside, basically. <laughs> this is where she'll be. Right there at Sprout on 293, I think. I don't, 293. Don't I, 293. Don't, it is ingrained in my head. <laughs> I pass that channel when I'm going to the hub, so it's like, oh, there's a baby channel. No, bye. (laughs) Oh my god, oh my god. It's like it's like old cartoons from like 1980s and one commercial for the Honest Company that runs over and over and over and over. (laughs) (laughs) Breathe in, breathe out. Yeah. I believe we also have Brandon Hensley. He's from Brandon's Buzz. Is joining us. He said if he had time, he was going to call it, and he actually did. He's been a hoe for a while. So, oh my God, it's Brandon. <laughs> hey guys, how are y'all? Hi. Can you hear me? How are you? I'm, yes, we can. I'm Hi, good. Brandon. How are you? Happy anniversary. We're fine. Oh well, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. For, thank you for calling it. You know, you've been pretty much one of my uh, first. Listeners from the beginning. Yes, yes. Which, you know, which, you know. We don't have to, we don't have to offend anybody else. But I know, <laughs> that you know, that I am your favorite caller, and you know that I know that you know that I'm your favorite caller. So, it's what fine is this a friends episode? <laughs> Did we just now turn into Phoebe, Joey, and Rachel, and Chandler and Monica right now? I think, you did. I think you did. And I'm, I'm totally fine with it. I'm totally fine with it, as long as I can be Joey. <laughs> oh, Very my good. goodness. But, uh, no, it's so funny because now we can pretty much put this out there. A lot of people think that I'm Brandon and Brandon's me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how that started. I don't know who got that idea, but... but there has been switch? issues. Yeah. He he didn't know Brandon didn't know that until I brought it to his attention and I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> there are people who kinda of thought that I was Brandon and Brandon has buzzworthy radio and that I was that you know, vice versa. So I was just like, Yeah, people yeah, no. <laughs> that is too too funny and a little strange if if you don't mind me saying so. You're allowed. That's fine. You're allowed. <laughs> Well, listen. There is there is certainly worse company to be affiliated with for sure. I am honored to be uh, mentioned anywhere near your name, sir. So, so I'll take it. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you very much. And you know, you've done a lot with your show too. You had on you had on a pretty penny. I'm, there's some people I was envious of that you had, and I was like, oh, he got this guy. <laughs> he got this woman. Oh man, I'm jealous. But I wasn't even on sir. Twitter. It, I wasn't going to go on Twitter and be like, you know, calling you out. But <laughs> I'm doing that right now. So <laughs> I'm just saying. No, all, no, no, in seriousness, I'm, I'm very happy with what you've accomplished with your show and your website, even though you got to interview Matt Bomer and I didn't, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that was, that was just luck of the draw. You know that. You know, you know as well as I do it. Some of these things are just luck of the draw. It's, it's uh, you know, responding at the right time and, and uh, you know, getting the right email and meeting the right people. So it's one of those things where, you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 you've gotten some gets, too. So don't don't sell yourself under the table. 
Okay, no, I wasn't going to. I was just saying. I'm just kind of jealous. <laughs> no, I wasn't throwing myself anywhere. I was just saying. You know, I'm just jealous. <laughs> no, you know, you don't need me to tell you how much hard, how much hard work this is. I mean, Martha knows too. It's, you know, uh, we have we all have our names on our shows, and then, and uh, I'm speaking just for me. Mine is a one man band, so you know, I know how much hard work it is, and and I appreciate uh, people like Novell, people like Ryan. Uh, you know, reaching out and, and treating me as a peer, and uh, you know, I like oh, doing absolutely. the same my peers. So. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Of course, you're a peer of ours. You, you've done. You mean I know Joanne, wherever you are, Joanne, Kubasek. She had Stardust Radio, and I know that was your inspiration to start your show, and uh, mine was hers. And you know, it's just where is Joanne anyway? I don't know why she's not here. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's just been such a whirlwind meeting all all of you people within the past seven years. I mean, there's just been so much I've learned and just the knowledge that I picked up on within these past several years, even eight years, you know, counting, counting in the zone radio with Ryan that, that I've just picked up on that I never would have imagined learning about. There's so much about the industry that I never really took the time to learn what goes on behind the scenes and everything like that. Sure. You know, you, you I've basically just been an avid fan. I never, I never read the rags. I never read spoilers. I never really, you know, gone into full blown detail of everything. And, you know, just getting into the, the, the midst of all this stuff. And by the way, Dan Kroll, I see you in the chat room. Call in, please. And it's just so, so much that I I just learned in a matter in a shorter matter of time, and I was just like, I didn't know this just went into this, that went into that, like all this stuff that they have to do to get everything together. I mean, yeah, you, you, I've had my suspicions of what they do, but I didn't realize like how much preparation goes into making a show with blocking, and sure, all you know, all the 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 knicks and acts that 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 they do to bring the show to life. I mean, I just really never knew that especially in the later years when they never ha- they, they don't have a dress rehearsal now like it's pretty much you block the scene and then you basically go right into it and that's it and sometimes they get the pig pages and then they have to change like right then and there from what they learn you know you're reading like 70 to 80 pages a day you know this is you're, you're learning new scripts a day and you know act actors in the daytime is one of the hardest hardest professions to be in as an actor and it takes so much talent to be a daytime actor and people who decimate that and make it less than what it, what it is, it upsets me. It really upsets me. It's I always, just it's always a strange thing. <laughs> I think I just killed the conversation. Uh, go ahead. Ryan. No, no, no. I don't think you, no, I don't think you, I just, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, people who don't know, like you said, who aren't familiar with the process of soaps and how they work and everything that goes into putting on one episode, you know, they, you know, it's kind of like, you know, how fans are really hard on, on new actors and things on. People who are new to soaps, period. You know, they're really hard right. on them, and it's kind of like, hey, so this person is memorizing 50, 60 pages of dialogue, and they have to get it right on the first take. You know, they don't get the, you know, the luxury of filming one scene nine, you know, ten, eleven, twelve times until you get it right or, you know, oh, well, this person walked in away, so we have to redo it. You know, you have to hit your mark. You have to be on your A game. And 
Some people cannot handle it. Some people are right. not equipped for it. And that's okay because everybody's not going to be good at everything. But those right. who stick with it and really work to get better, you really see them blossom into becoming, you know, better actors. And I think it was um, Melissa Melissa uh, Gallo, now known as Melissa Pomero, um, she did yeah. an interview recently with um, Yahoo TV, and, you know, uh, she currently started yeah. with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and she referenced her One Life to Live ties and how it really prepared her for what acting truly is and how sure. she wishes that soaps got more respect and, and you know, yeah. and all of that stuff. And I'm just kind of like, that. I think it's so great that actors like her who, you know, move on to primetime never forget where they came from. They never forget their roots. They don't snub it. They don't look down at it. And when you've got, you know, big names like James Franco and, you know, and, and Donna Mills and, and Meredith Baxter, who, you know, people who've had great film careers and primetime careers who want to come in and do so that's a big deal. That's a big thing. And people will chalk it up to, oh, it's stunt casting. No, it's not. James Franco was a great actor, but he could not handle the workload. I'm going to keep that, that to myself. <laughs> I'm going to keep that well, to myself. Okay. Well, nope. well nope. Mr., in my opinion, James Franco <laughs> right, is a great enough. actor. But I don't go. think he wasn't able he wasn't able to handle GH and it was obvious that he wasn't able to handle it. And then you have someone like Roger Howard who comes in, takes over that role and makes it his own. You know, you, oh, it's yeah. one of those things where you truly get to see, you know, how the professionals are. You know, a big mega film star couldn't handle, you know, his, you know, pages and pages of dialogue, but somebody else can. And then you've got people who float back and forth between <clears throat> Primetime and daytime, and it's, it's, it's excellent. It's a wonderful medium. And I think sure. with passionate people like you and Brandon and myself and others who are, you know, trying to be true champions of the genre, you know, people who understand, you know, that it's not about us. It's about really furthering, you know, these shows, these actors, and giving them a platform to connect with the fans and connect with, you know, new viewers. That's what it's all about. That's what this, sure. what we all do is all about. You know, it's not, you know, for, you know, attention. It's it's really because we exactly. love it. And, and and I think, was that a little bit of shade? I think it was. Um, I don't know. <laughs> no shade. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there, though. I'm going to stop you right there, though. I'm going to stop you right there, though. Okay. <laughs> I was going to stop you right there, though, because you kind of segued into someone who's calling in right now, uh, somebody who's been in this uh medium and forum for over 17 years and still continuing to go strong. He's the founder of SoapCentral.com. He has SoapCentral Live and now the new Kroll Call show. Uh, Dan J. Kroll is joining us right now. How are you, sir? Oh, hello. Happy anniversary. Woo! I need applause sounds for you. I I wish I had them, but you're supplying them very well. (laughs) Hopefully you didn't. Hopefully you didn't hurt your thumb doing that. I understand you had a thumb injury. There's not an original working part on my body anymore. <laughs> I'm like share, I think. I don't know what I am. It's a shame. You're a machine, Dan. You're a machine. I kind of am. I don't know how to get past this. It's, it's hard getting old. It's horrible, horrible. What are you now, like 35? Like, Really? <laughs> I haven't been what, 35 in about 35 years, I think. <laughs> I have been unsorized. I'm 
rapidly aging in other directions. I don't know what's going on over here. But seven years is, is fun. It's a long time. Seven years, who knew there was even streaming audio and streaming video seven years? I don't think, was there? You were like the first one. You were the Al Gore of blog talk radio. I don't know. I guess if you want to put it that way. Sure. Never had that comparison before, but yeah. Except the court. Yes. Al Gore was a Democrat, and Martha says you're turning into a Republican on air, so <laughs> figure out who you want to be. Uh, you know, it, it happens in life, you know. You change you change your, your standing in America, so it happens. <laughs> and, and me, I, I never consider myself a political person, so you learn something new every day. Thanks, Martha. <laughs> but, Dan, oh, man, I mean, somebody who's been a part of this for so long, I mean, God, I mean, I've talked to you for how long has it been now? And, I mean, you've taught me a lot of stuff. Like, you've really taught me a lot of stuff. I'm not sure. I'm still can't get past this for so long. Every time someone refers to me now, they say I've been doing it for so long. It makes me feel like I'm, uh, I'm on a rocking chair on the front porch chasing kids off the lawn. That's what that's what you're going to feel like. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look if you look at it that way, Dan. I mean, I just turned 28, and if oh, you've gosh. been doing this for 17 years, I was 11. It's actually. 20, so I mean, come on, oh that's my, even worse. That's 20? Oh my god. I didn't even know the, I didn't even know the internet existed until 1998. I mean, come on. You know, you're... I made it worse. I'm sorry. I think I... Did I age you? Did I source you a little bit, Dan? I apologize. <laughs> That's all right. It, it is what it is. So it, it is 20 years. And, you know, and I think that what Novell said I think is important with anything, uh, you know, like a lot of things that we think of with our with grandparents or with parents, the key, the goal that they have is to pass on things, to make sure that they're not forgotten or whatever the case is. And, you know, if, if that's true, Novell, if you were able to get anything out of what I've been doing and if you're able to take it and, and make it work, you and, and do it better and pass it along to someone else, that to me is the ultimate compliment. And I think probably all the people who you've interviewed, it's the same thing. If you're able to take what they do, share your love of what they're doing with other people, you're keeping something alive. You're passing it on. And that more than right. anything else is, I think, what we should all be doing, not just in soaps, but you know, pretty much with, with everything. Right. And I, I agree wholeheartedly. I'm sure Ryan and uh, Brandon agree with everything you just said. Yes, sir. Yes. Yep. I couldn't have said it better, well, really, better. to be honest with you. No, see. Uh, see? See? God, even even on air, Dan still gives us orders. Uh, but <laughs> I'm bossy. He is bossy. Have you seen our conversations on Twitter? He's worse on Twitter than he is here. So you are aware for this. So. Yes, I think my interaction with Dan usually involved me telling him to log off or to go to bed. Usually it's one of those two. Like, Dan, log off, Dan, go to bed. Come on. <laughs> but I never do. I never sleep. I just sit there. and I, I figure eventually never everyone else will fire all. out. <laughs> He's, like, up hours of the night, and he's probably, like, doing something for the website. He's thinking about something, and I was just like, don't you ever sleep? You never sleep. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Neville, you know more than anyone that obviously, you know, posting a show is, uh, uh, you know, a big 
commitment in of itself, but running a website as well, you you will never sleep. There's always something you can do or you're tweaking or, you know, inserting this oh, somewhere absolutely. or something breaks. And I, can I say there's been numerous times when I have had just a little bit too much of wine and I go, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to be inspired to work. And I delete something, or <laughs> and then it's just like you know what, oops, I broke it, or I'll somebody will call me, you broke something, and I'm like, oh, I'll fix it later. Sorry, you know, you know I'll that. fix That's it like later. When, when Dan's not, you know, traveling the country and sampling food everywhere, he used to have his own show on the Food Network, by the way. Just Dan samples, Dan's food adventures, you know, airing Saturdays on the Food Network. I, I would watch that show. I, I, I love I love the food excursions he has on and you know he posts about on Twitter like seriously who needs television you have Dan Kroll's food escapades so <laughs> I do like food I will say that and probably it's one of my top things in life that I love and the funny thing about it is that I'm selective I'm extremely picky you wouldn't know it from what I say but there are a lot of things that I just will not eat at all. Uh, we're going to be putting that to the test with Terry Ivins is going to be doing a food thing. I'm going on her show at some point and she's going to force me to eat food that I don't like. Oh, <laughs> oh, I have to be there for that. <laughs> Please let me know when that happens because I, I need to see it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. I mean, if it's not some derivative oh, of a I'm cupcake or a cookie or I, I don't now, know. Now, this this now, is going to be very stressful. Now, will there be pre-game interviews as you lead into sampling the food that you don't like? And if there are, obviously, I hope that whoever's going to be interviewing you knows a little bit more about you and aren't, you know, a Vine celebrity or anything, which I still can't believe that's a real thing. <laughs> well, I am going to be tweeting later. I have picked out my costume for next year. And let's just say... Let's just say it involves vines. I'm very excited. I'm going to be doing a vine costume. I'm a scared. vine costume. I'm I'm very scared. I, I can I tell you? Be... Can I tell you? I literally love the shade you threw on the red carpet at those girls. Just so you know, when I watched it, I literally was sitting in my chair applauding because you literally shaded those girls without them realizing they were being shaded. I was so happy. But here's the thing: I you didn't did do it. I had. I had no idea what was going on. When I do the red carpet at the Emmys, my phone is off. I was completely out of touch with the world. I had no idea what was going on until oh, after so the fact. <laughs> you I realize you I think no that it's so much better. <laughs> I was screaming. Can I tell you, I was screaming at my laptop and texting my correspondent who was there. I was like, go over, tell Dan to take the microphone. Tell him to take it now. This is tragic, all capital letters, obviously, and angry emojis because I'm an emoji texter. I'm just like, tell him to take it now. And when you finally did sort of, you know, school them, you give them a nice soap education as you're filling around your your many, many years of soap knowledge, and it completely went over their heads. I was just like, this is why we need to have professionals there. And whoever, whoever thought that was a good idea should be fired and banned from ever being associated with another award show. But that's just my opinion. Mm, but that's none of my business. <laughs> none of Brandon. my business. I, I, yeah, none of my business. 
No? Don't want to add anything? Okay. <laughs> well, Dan, what do you have to say to that response right now? You know, I am appreciative of all of the feedback I got from that. Again, I had no idea what was really going on. Uh, I thought I was just being called over to fill some time and, uh, you know, pop in, and it was a little promotion of saying thank you for all your years of covering the red carpet and doing that. I didn't know what was really going on until much later. Uh, And then seeing the response was extremely overwhelming. And, you know, and I have... I have no expectations. I know that everyone has a very short attention span. So even though the Emmys have been moved up and they will be in April this year, I have no expectations that anyone will remember what happened a year ago or, or what went on. You know, I think it's, it's so much fun to be there. It's so much fun to be able to work the red carpet. It, it's exhilarating. It's, it's, you don't know what you're getting into. It looks, oh, yeah. well, contrary to what happened, I guess on the show, the, the, pre-show last year, it looks usually like it's very organized, like it's very streamed, but when you're there in person, you don't know what's going to happen. You can't really prepare for who to ask questions for or what order, because people come in whatever order they want. Uh, you may or may not talk to them in whatever order, and they may or may not want to talk about what you want to talk about. So it's, it's a lot like improv. It's a lot like live radio. It's a lot like what is going on right now, right here on this show. Oh, definitely. I think it's one of the, uh, for me, just for doing it for the past five years on the red carpet has been an exhilarating thing for me because, as you just said, Dan, I don't know what to expect when I do it. It's always something different every every year. And it's so much fun. I, I, I can't say enough about it. It's so much fun. And, you know, even though you, we've done this so many times, you know, and and I'm still seeing people who I've never talked to before getting the chance to talk to you, getting a feel for them as a person, aside from what we see on the television screen. It's it's fun. It's 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 exciting. I I can't say enough about being there because you know we're we're showing the love for these people that deserve all the accolades in the world. You know, this is their night. This is their time. This is this is for them. We're there for them, and we're here to celebrate them and I, I i just can't say enough i i love doing this each and every year not just interacting with the actors and actresses who appear but also the colleagues that show up like you and and daytime confidential or you know obviously tv source you know and everybody that comes there you know just interacting with everybody it's 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 always a fun time i love i love when they're credentialed that. don't forget to add that when they receive their credentials all of those people when they when they receive their credentials because, you know, there are some people who don't get credentialed and have to, you know, turn to people to try to get them credentialed, i.e. somebody who's talking right now. But that's none of my business. Can I tell you, Dan, I was so frustrated by this is what, the second or third year in a row that you've had difficulties with the Amy people? I I called them up and I was like, listen, I've got to prove – we were approved because we were approved for two spots. And I was like, um, can I give up one of my spots for a friend of mine? They're like, oh, that's really sweet, but no. I'm like, what do you mean no? They're like, well, we've got them positioned a certain way, and he's going to have a camera person, and, and, and that's going to require extra space. I said, so you're telling me that you basically overbooked the press line with press people who don't 
really know anything and are familiar with soaps or who these personalities are in daytime. And then people who are actually in the business, involved in covering these people, and know what to ask them. You're going to keep them off the red carpet? Interesting. Interesting. And then, of course, Michael Logan, save the day, the hero that he is, as always. And all people's right with the world. And you were rightfully restored. You're placed on the red carpet. You know, it's, right it's interesting to see how things go. And, you know, I keep saying, uh, I said about the Emmys, I said about the attention span. For me, I never expect anyone to have any idea who I am. I think doing so not only <laughs> is is an unhealthy thing, uh, but I think that it, it sets up everything for a, for a fall down. For It's not a downfall because that's not necessarily the tone that I'm going for. But if you sure. go into something, even if you talk to somebody seven times or you know, short of them being in your home or having dinner with you or going on vacation with you or something like that, I never expect anyone to remember who I am. I think that that's selfish. So even if I go into a grocery store and someone remembers me like, oh, you know, you're the, the one who was eating <laughs> snacks in the aisle. I don't know. Uh, you know that's that's flattering to me. I, I just think that a lot of people now, with the the rise of some of these other shows that are on television, I think everyone thinks that they're uber important. Uh, that wasn't a comment. It just uber is the first word novel that came to my mind. I was I, like, I, was, that, was that a change right now? I mean, really? No, it's not. <laughs> it was just the first word that popped into my head. I think that I think it's important to have a, a healthy sense of oneself, but. There's a line, there's there's a very big line, and I think even with some of these shows uh, that folks have, not speaking of anyone, you know, present, just sort of a generalization, um, you know, sure. anyone can do anything that they want to now on the Internet, but that doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, I'll just leave it at that. It's just anyone can do anything, but I think that you have to have an appreciation for what you do. I think you have to have an understanding for what you do. I think that you have to have a sense of humility and, you know, in doing this, I don't think that someone could do something for seven years without having that. I think that if you, Novell, had approached this show differently and said, this is my show and I just happen to be interviewing people, I think it wouldn't have lasted seven years. There's such an important part of this of you putting yourself in the place of what the fans want to hear, what the fans want to know, and that's what makes people want to listen. Wow. Um, I've been rendered speechless, folks. This doesn't That's happen often. <laughs> I, I'm literally just right now trying to find the words to, 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 to respond to that. And all I could say is thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I, I mean, I know we, we razz on each other, but in all seriousness, I have so much respect for you not just as a person, but also for what you do on a daily basis. I can't help but have bad respect for you. I mean, you've, you've done so much for the daytime community for, for 20 years. I mean, who, who can't know who you are? Who, who doesn't know who you are? And who doesn't know SoapCentral.com? I mean, you know, this has been on the Internet before people realized there was an Internet. I mean, you pretty much started it up from nothing, and it's—I mean, you—you've been a staple in this in this community for so long. I mean, how can people not know you? And so, you, you know, for for you to say this to me, for somebody who I like and respect as a friend and as a person and as a colleague, that means it's a huge deal to me. So I thank you for that. 
Oh, you're welcome. I really have nothing. I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, <laughs> well, I do. I will let you gather your thoughts. I have to go and, of all things, this is going to sound terribly horrible. I have to go and get ready for a show about sex. So I have to go and study. So I have notes for my show tomorrow. So that's what I'm going to do. Have a fun rest of your seventh anniversary. And uh, thanks for having me, allowing me to call in and, and hang out. Absolutely, Dan. I appreciate it. After all the times I called into your show, why not, right? Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, this uh, has been he's, fun. He's, Navelle, what else do you have in store for us tonight? You've had celebrity guests. You've had peers. Come on. what? what how can you talk? What's going to be your showstopper? I'm going to use bold and a beautiful terminology. What's going to be your showstopper tonight, Navelle? Me saying goodbye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think he actually rounded out everything that we had on the show tonight. I was very very happy with what we had accomplished in tonight's show, as well as within the past seven years. It's been amazing. I, I really. I don't know where to go after he said he has to study for a show about sex for tomorrow. Uh, but <laughs> like, I don't do even want to know comment? what his source material is. I don't want to know what his source material is. I don't. Oh, oh Lord. Yeah. Knowing I, Dan, I, it could be anything. Uh, <laughs> Brandon, do you have something to say to that? <laughs> uh, maybe Fifty Shades? That yes, that could work. Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. Part of me is curious Story of to listen to this tomorrow. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to listen to that show tomorrow just so we can find out what he basically studied about it. I'm kind of curious. <laughs> On that note, I'm kind of curious. Uh, so, so please, if anybody is uh, a free tomorrow night, please listen to Dan's show and let me know how it is, because I'll be at work, and I'd like to hear the response. <laughs> <laughs> please, send me tweets. I would appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, that can't, I, I can't really, seven years, lucky number seven. You know, we'll probably have a big, a big one when it hits the 10-year mark. Man, I'll be past thirty. But <laughs> can we not discuss being past thirty at all? I think that's a, that's a far away. Well, closer for you than I. It's, it's not far away for me. I'll be thirty in August, dude. But Brandon's already past thirty, so it's already downhill for him. So <laughs> yes, sir, it sure is. I've got two more years. I've got. Oh my God. <laughs> see, well, see, I've got two more see. years, and I'll be thirty. I yeah. That's that's a scary thought. It's a scary I gotta, thought. I gotta I gotta realize 30? that. Yeah. No. No. How am I? Will it be any different than me in my twenties? Maybe. I have to grow up, I guess. But. <laughs> but really, I mean, it's 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 so much we've accomplished in seven years. I mean, I, as we just said, I never would have pictured myself doing the Emmy the Emmy Awards for five for five straight times you know, coming from this. This is this was something I never expected. You know, meeting meeting all these people, not just 
actors and actresses, but colleagues, you know, knowing more colleagues. I think that's really one of the things I love about this is because you meet so many people in this industry who do soap stuff that write about the soaps in magazines or online websites and everything of the sort. You meet everybody who's been a part of this genre for more years than I can count on one hand. And, you know, and that's kind of been the biggest thrill for me because I, you've admired these people. You, you, you've read their interviews. You've seen their writings. You've heard their opinions. And finally getting the chance to interact with these people that you, that you like, it's just been a huge thrill. I, I can't say anything more about that. I, I really love that about this and, you know, getting the chance to go across the country. And a lot of people always ask me, does this pay your way to go across the country to do this stuff? And I'm like, no, I'm not in my pocket. <laughs> I pay for Throw those plane tickets. Uh, yeah, right? Oh, no, I pay for that. I pay that way. That's my money. I don't have anybody paying my way to go over to Los Angeles <laughs> to do all that stuff. So I don't know what you've heard, but I'm telling you right now, that's my money. That's for that. No, I pay for that. That's all me. <laughs> you, I, built you, know that, you built that, You built that. And, <laughs> and I want to tell you, spending money to do that, I would do it again in a heartbeat. I would. That was pretty much money well spent, and I love every minute of it when I get the chance to do it. So I don't knock it. I will never knock it, and I will continue to do it if they'll have me. So, you know, here's to seven years, guys, and here's to hopefully another seven more. It's not 70, as somebody else put it, 70 years. I would love if I'm living that long to last 70 more years. But but, uh, here's to seven more, and hopefully we can continue to do what we've been doing for that amount of time. I mean, Amen. I can't say enough about it. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this tonight. I really appreciate you guys calling in and, and, and joining and joining the fun and, and also Ryan reuniting with you after eight years of doing the show. Yes. This was such a, uh, first of all, I just want to thank you for inviting me to, to do it. And, you know, for the people who have been around since the beginning, <laughs> Since the beginning, you probably, you know, and know all that we went through. You know, first when we started and what we went through and then to see how our relationship has come now. And I definitely think that that time apart was a great motivator and it also helped us grow and become better, not only better people, mm-hmm. but better at what we do. That healthy competition. Right. What well, started off as a vengeful, started off, became a very healthy competition and the fact that you you know you've got three people who do very similar things but so very different to have them in four if you count Dan and, and you know to show up and, and show support for you and and you know you know share links and and be supportive when when you need to that's our real community it's like the the press and you know the media we've all sort of formed this nice little community and it's great to see what it is now because I can tell you right now seven years ago this would not be happening at all. This is true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. We know that firsthand. I'm just saying this would not have come to fruition seven years ago if this were there. Not, not, no. We don't need to relive that though but it's nice to always no. rehash that. It's nice to always rehash that because we looking back on it and seeing how far we come from that point made us who we are right now. And honestly, it made us better people in all aspects of what we do, as you just said. 
So I don't regret what happened. If it didn't happen, that would have been great. But I don't regret it for the slightest, and I would not change what happened because, again, I don't think – I think that if it did not happen, I don't think that this would have succeeded the way that it has for any of us that are sitting on the phone right now. I don't think it would have lasted or catapulted in such a way where other people wanted to finally find their voice and do this type of show and show their love and appreciation for all those people that they've admired, that they looked up to for so many years. You know, Brandon with Gordon Thompson. I mean, I've, I've listened to his Gordon Thompson interviews. He's plenty of them with this guy. And, oh my God, you can tell that he loves this guy. He's one of his favorites. So it's, and, and, you know, I always razz on him about Taylor Dane because Walgreens <laughs> plays Dane. Taylor Dane way too much. So, <laughs> so whenever there's Taylor Dane playing, I'm going like, oh, Brandon's got on the, on the loudspeaker. He's playing. He's having Walgreens play Taylor Dane at the store. It's all him. This is all him. But, but you know, it's just like I, I've heard his stuff, and he's, you know, and I'm not just a fanboy at heart. Brandon is as well. And it's it's amazing. It's amazing to hear that. You know, we love what we do. We love the people who we've talked to, and we love sharing that with everybody else. We're not here to use it, and we're here to basically just, have fun and show the love and appreciation for these people. And hopefully the fans can get a sense of that as well as learning about them that they possibly never even knew about this person. So, you know, this is, this is why we're here and this is why we continue to do it. And we're going to be here doing this for many more years to come. I can guarantee you that. Yes, sir. I agree. I want to say, so I want to say thank you to everybody who called in into the show tonight Ricky Paul Golden, Michael Logan, Melody Thomas Scott, Moore West, Katie Caprio, Martha Madison, Dan Kroll, Ryan, and Brandon Hensley, Jamila. Thanks. What's that? Me, 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 me. Yes, yes. You, 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 you. <laughs> you, 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 you. And, and, and also all of those that have been a part of this show, listening to the show, watching the interviews that – we have posted on YouTube as well as on our website. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for sticking with me. My Twitter followers, you know, we always have a blast when it's on Twitter. We always we have we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun on Twitter. And I want to say thank you to everybody on Twitter. And I've met so many people on Twitter because of the soaps and me tweeting about it. I, I mainly met them because of the soaps we watch, more so than I had the show. And I kind of think that's cool too, because it's kind of like now you know, we're, we're, you know, using the social media to basically just interact with all the fans out there, and I became friends with a lot of those people. And I, I just love that about the whole thing. I mean, yeah, we could be shady MFers, but, you know, it's, it's, still, it's still all fun. But it's like we, we're, shady, it's, we're shady because we love the show, and you know, and there's some things we don't like, we're shady about it. But, you know, it, it, still, we love the shows that we watch, and we support them, and... You know, we don't like something, we will mention it, but majority of the time we love what we watch. So I'm I'm very happy with a lot of what has transpired for for all of us and uh hopefully uh we guys all of us we get to have another chat like this soon. This was a lot of fun and I would love to have you guys do like maybe like a like a set side show where we just basically like dish what we watched on T V when it comes to the four shows on daytime right now. So I would be game for that if you guys are. I would love it. I am I am totally in for that. 
Totally. Same here. Totally. That's well. Let's make it happen, folks. You heard it here. We're gonna make something like that happen. So, um, maybe maybe in the new year we'll we'll do something like that. Like obviously holidays are coming up. We're gonna be on hiatus soon, but yeah, definitely. Let's let's let's, let's look into that in January possibly, and we'll come back and we'll do we'll do a little something something with that. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me and. Happy seventh anniversary, happy seventh birthday, and I hope you have many, many, many more. Thank you very much, Ryan and Brandon. Thank you so much again for all the love and support you have shown me these past few years. I can't say enough. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right, that's going to wrap it up for me on my anniversary show. Thank you guys so much for being a part of it. I really love and appreciate everybody that's been here, that's been a part of this for the last seven years, not just with the radio show, but also on social media, interacted with me, and it's just been a whirlwind. Love and love, love and support for all of you guys. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I can't say enough about any of you. And we will see you guys again. I am sure of that. But you can find me on my website at buzzworthyradiocast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at buzzworthyradio. You can like us on our Facebook page. Just type in buzzworthyradio and just give us a like. And we're also on iHeartRadio. So just search for The Buzz at Buzzworthy Radio on iHeartRadio.com. We are in the speakers category, so you can find our show in the uh, TV section, the talk TV section, and you can download our shows at iHeartRadio.com. But that's it for me right now. I'm the Bell J. Lee. Thanks so much. Love to you all. Peace out, and keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. See you guys next time. Take care. From Twitter to iHeartRadio, Buzzworthy is... Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Miss the show? Log on to buzzworthy for past shows and videos of some of your favorite stars. Stay connected to Buzzworthy Radio.